here. Ramsey. There you go. Ramsey, baby, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we got Omar yeah. over here again. Yeah, Mr. Omar, Omar came back. Omar's here, too. There you go. Yeah. Another random pod. These are probably one of my favorite ones. Spontaneous. You know? Spontaneous pods yeah. are always the best ones. Let's yeah. get it. Let's get it. Hell yeah. All right, Ramses, I just want to see how was your morning because right now it's, what, 12 o'clock? And I just randomly called you again, just like 30 minutes ago. Literally 30 minutes yeah, ago. Exactly. <laughs> like, come record. I was yeah. like, give me 30 minutes. I got probably got here less than that. Yeah, no, no, we <laughs> were actually Bro, saying. We were literally saying that. I was yeah. like, oh, man, he said 30, and he made it less than 30. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. That's good. A round of applause for you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's what's up, man. That's <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming through, because uh, unfortunately we had a guest that kind of flaked. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it is what it is you know it happens actually it, it is what it is i'm not even i'm, gonna not, na- I'm not gonna name the person because you am know I I'll, the rebound I'll, no I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, no actually before you came through uh I, I got here at 10 30 omar got here at 11 and then omar's like oh is this person coming through i'm like it's 50 50 yeah but just in case let's call ramses oh. afterwards if they don't come through but i already had it in my mind mm-hmm. you're like you're the only person that I actually said, like, let's just call him around 12 yeah. just in case. And then, yeah, yeah that's kind of what happened. I ended up calling the person. And then, it worked out. You know, yeah. I wasn't doing anything. I was free, you yeah. know, and it works out. And we're here. There you go. What'd you do this morning? This morning, I went to the swap meet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I went to the four and points. Swap meet. Oh, I love four <laughs> points. The outside one. Uh-huh. Haven't been there. Oof. I'm, I, par- I was probably a kid uh-huh. the last time I was there. Okay. And I went today. Yeah. Well, yeah. how was it? Uh, very nostalgic okay. for me. Okay. Did you buy anything? Uh, I bought like working gloves. Okay. Yeah. Um, funny story. There was a lady, there's like a, like a, like a, like a stand. You know how they're like outside stands, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, there were shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw like Jordans. I was like, Nike Jordan. Ooh, I was like, wow. I'm a little sus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the swap meet. Yeah. 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 I was a little sus, so I approached it, you know. I was like looking at him, and then the lady, I, I'll give it to the lady. She she tried to sell it to me so hard, yeah. dude. She's like, "Oh, esos llegaron apenas llegaron son nuevas, this and that." And I was like, "Oh, okay, this and that." I, I like shoes. I'm yeah. into the culture and all okay. that, and I was just like, "Yeah, these ain't it," you yeah. know. Like, <laughs> how much was she trying to go for? Uh, she was selling them to me for seventy. Okay, which is really cheap. Yeah. They're yeah. bootlegged, true. Uh, yeah, they yeah, were fake. Yeah, yeah. They were fake. <laughs> <laughs> that was a given. I you said swap me, bro, and I was like, oh, yeah. they're, they're more than likely fake. Yeah, okay. yeah. You were there for a minute, just <clears throat> buying gloves, and that was it. I was just vibing. I went. I literally walked the whole thing. Oh. Uh, I was getting tired <laughs> from the walking. Um, it was cool vibe. Okay. Cool vibe. Um, got some tamales. There you go. Hell yeah. And uh, a little. Uh, uh, what's that drink? Um, Agua de pepino. Ah, oh, I love go. that. That's my favorite juice, okay. bro. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And yeah, man. Just There you go. That was your morning. Th- that was my That's morning, and morning. now I'm here. That was a good morning. Yeah, I literally got home from the swamp meet. Uh-huh. I chilled for like not even 20 or maybe half an hour, uh-huh. and then it's when you called me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, did you actually have any plans before, as far as like before I called you? uh no no not right now like later on in the evening okay yeah that's what's yeah. up that's cool that's no I'm, well thank you for coming through again and of course uh, uh before it was two to two now it's two to three oh uh, so. there you go <laughs> yeah bro so now now we have to catch up on yours again yeah. yeah yeah so any updates for the shade of brown 
Uh, there's a lot going on. Okay. There's a lot going on. Anything with, that you could announce? Uh, I like to surprise people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to, I like to surprise. Um, we, we, we yesterday, well, today is Sunday, yeah. you know, as of this recording, right? Mm. Uh, um, yeah, yesterday we were invited to, um, uh, the brand, uh, it's a game called Yosabo, mm-hmm. the card game. Mm-hmm. We played it when okay. you were on, remember? Yeah, yeah. And and um, we played that we played a game and uh, the owners invited us over. That's the karaoke place out in uh, Fullerton. Okay. And it was a uh, yesterday was their anniversary from mm-hmm. starting that game. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and they invited other podcasters and and other people that they they have collabed with. Okay. Yeah, and um, it was a vibe. It was a lot of fun. Um, karaoke. I never done that before. Mm. Um, the guys went. Um, I saw a different side of Anthony nice. <laughs> that I've never seen before. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, my brother as well. You know, broke out of his shell okay. a little bit. That's what I like to see. You know, okay. like you know, I'm getting out there. Yeah, and me too. That was the my, the first karaoke I've ever done, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it was a vibe. And I, I, I didn't want to be that guy. I was telling Omar before we started like mm-hmm. recording. I, I don't want to be that guy. Like um. Like saying no, like no, no, I don't want to sing a mm-hmm. song. I don't do one. Mm-hmm. Nah, I wanted to have that same energy, okay. you know. But yeah, that happened yesterday. Um, we got we got someone coming in. Um, not this Monday, but the next Monday, mm-hmm. another uh, collab with another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, no, we got a couple of things going on. Uh, I see that you guys are really consistent as far as like on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. We have been hella consistent. That's good. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, um, people have told us that. People have told us that. He's like, dude, uh, meeting the other podcasters over there in Fullerton and and uh, meeting them. I introduced myself, me and the guys, um, and they said the same thing. And I do your stuff comes up. Like it keeps coming up. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I was like, cause we freaking we're cooking yeah, yeah, like yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was the goal. When I remember when I first met you guys, the first time you guys came into my podcast, that was literally what you had said. I'm like, I want to now go for it. Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I have, to, I said that and I'll say it again too. I'll say it on this podcast too. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I, I said it that I'm going all in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, podcasting is fun for me, dude. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's dope, dude. Yeah. And I'm right here with you. Yeah. We're podcasting right <laughs> no, now. Exactly. You know? This is yeah. what we do for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I could have called you and basically said, hey, let's hang out at the studio. Mm-hmm. Or I could have just basically did what I just did, called you. I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah. It's what we do, you know, for fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's not mandatory. No one's forcing us. We actually want to do it at this point. Like, podcasting for us or for those that are doing it and hopefully they're doing it for the right intentions too yeah um because a lot of people do fall into the platforms that they they kind of try to copy because they think it's cool or yeah, it's yeah. trendy mm-hmm. but if you're not in it for the right reasons when it comes to podcasting you, you fall in into the that category of like it's just an emotional thing in the beginning that's true and yeah. then you fall out right away too because of Very course true. there's a lot of legwork behind the scenes you know like connecting everything doing the post and then uh, uh, when I mean post, I mean the actual post editing. Mm-hmm. And then of course, now you're going to actually go and post it somewhere, which mm-hmm. takes time as well. And then scheduling it, yeah. doing clips. Yep. So all of that stuff comes with podcasting 
and which is good because we have little other platforms that we could actually now put it onto. Yeah. But it takes time. And of course we both work full full time. Yeah. And we just we just do it on our free time. You yeah. know, that that's what it is. But like that's what I'm saying. A lot of people fall into the idea that podcasting is just fun because they see us posting, but they don't see the behind the scenes. Like that's ex- that's so true. Um I have been told like people DM me, he's like, Oh, I saw you know, I seen your stuff. People that I know, you know, mm-hmm. personally that I've met and um they see it in the sur- only in the surface. Mm-hmm. They don't see the work behind it, mm-hmm. and um, they I see. I'm sorry, but they only they get hyped, mm-hmm. you know, and they say they want to do it too. Mm-hmm. But oh, bro, it's because you make it's because you make it look easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Anytime you're good at something, anytime you're really good at something, yeah. or even just consistent. That's with what anything. I was gonna say. Also, consistency. Even consistency. Uh, you you yeah. you give the illusion that it's easy to do it's mm-hmm. an illusion you're yeah. right you're right omar wow it's an idea mm-hmm. yeah uh the whole work behind it mm-hmm. um the editing stuff i come from producing music background right mm-hmm. i'm already used to mm-hmm. editing mm-hmm. programs all that and i generally like doing that yeah you know and that's it doesn't seem like work to me yeah because i like doing it yeah yeah and I think that's, that's a that's a big part of it too, where the reason why we can be so consistent mm-hmm. because we genuinely like doing it. Yeah, which is really good. I think yeah. that the idea of that you're doing it for the right reasons. Once again, it's it's basically the another sense of motivation of like actually wanting to do it because it it feeds into that energy too, rather than taking away a lot of people that go into the idea without the the knowing of like, hey, I have to do the editing side, I have to understand lighting, I have to understand audio. That's where they fall into like, oh, I'm going to just do it less and less. Yeah. Um, now for me, un- unfortunately, because I have so much work, it's a little bit harder to get free time because I yeah. work from almost like every single day. Of course, today is my only day off of the week. And I could have stayed home and basically had rested or gone to the gym or whatever, mm-hmm. or I've gone out as well. But I decided, hey, let me, I see that I have one day, let me set something up. And if it falls through, I have people that are willing to come through, even though you are a repeated guest. And of course, I want to continue having you guys as guests, not only just yourself, but the the Shade of Brown, like the whole group. But I do want to highlight people from my actual life as well. Yeah. But unfortunately, certain people, they don't even see the advantages of what we're trying to provide for them. Yeah. That that within itself, it's it's almost like a, it's on them. Like if you're if you're not seeing what is being provided, yeah, because of the amount of work that is being taken before they come through, that they don't understand like how much how much privilege it is to even be on a podcast as well, mm-hmm. to be a guest as well. And I, I think yeah. that's something that not only for a guest but the person that's coming in wanting to do their own podcast, they have to start understanding that that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, it's it's just the. Uh, I, 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 I see that your consistency is consistent, which I applaud you guys. Thank you. Like, I, I do want to be more consistent with mine. But like I said, it's just unfortunate that, well, I wouldn't say unfortunate. It's just, it is what it is. You know, I have so much work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to, I think I have spoken to you maybe once about my format as far as like how I'm doing it. Because I did a podcast with my friend Todd this week on, I, what day was it, Omar? Like Wednesday or Thursday? I, I want to say it was I want to say it was Wednesday. Oh, it could have been Wednesday. I don't even know. Yeah, because I think, because uh, I was going to say I work Tuesdays and Thursdays. So okay. I could have only came in on a Wednesday. Yeah. 
So yeah, so we oh, did okay. a four hour podcast. That was wow. that was the longest podcast that I've had so far. But it was wow. the podcast that I'm having. They're very entertaining now. Todd is a very really good speaker. Yeah, as far as like a good person to talk to as well. Um, he has a bunch of stories because he's an older guy. Yeah, so it was very. For me, one entertaining to my ears, and of course Omar's here, so that they they got along. So they kind of went back and forth on questions and stuff. So now it's becoming more of like I am enjoying it a lot more now that I'm doing it a lot more consistently, more than I used to do it in the past. But now I want to do more consistency as far as like what you guys have, as far as like once a week or even sometimes twice a week. Um, but the idea is that I don't have time to edit those clips. So what I'm thinking, mm -hmm. and I think you had brought it up to me once is why don't you just edit one clip and then post the pod and then from that week whatever that you don't have time just keep editing to promote it going into your YouTube channel rather than promote you know the clips first and then going into the actual full podcast oh okay cuz the, the the clips are the ones that take me the longest because I'm the yeah. one editing so yeah yeah um so I, that's kind of where I'm I'm kind of thinking that in my goal right now I might release Todd's next week with one clip and then from there just start editing two more clips like the trailer yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly but we'll see the teaser yeah I, I think it's just more the time management that i'm trying to yeah trying yeah, to yeah. figure out for the platform trial and error yeah exactly and yeah. i'm i'm noticing a lot more viewers i'm noticing a lot more uh, likes i'm noticing a lot yeah. more uh as far as like the comments as far as like on the clips and i'm seeing yeah. more viewership on youtube which i i want to continue and I don't want it to be where I post like once a month and the following month I have nothing. So it has to almost stay within a rhythm where I'm like, okay, people aren't forgetting about the podcast and yeah. it, it's staying consistent like yours. And I'm mm. just trying to figure it out without me neglecting the actual work that I have. Yeah. But, but the thing with you though, bro, like you're one dude, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm right. I got help with my guys mm -hmm. like anthony helps me with the clips mm -hmm. you know i i send him the original file of the video yeah. he he tells me like the timestamp, mm -hmm. like bro clip me this part mm. say less and i send him the original file and then he does the rest yeah yeah you know i i got help yeah. i think because we have a system going yeah on. exactly that's why yeah. you know it took us a while to get to like this it's not perfect yeah, yeah but it's working yeah you know and it took us a while because there was a lot of trial and error mm -hmm. to, for us to get like this consistent, mm -hmm. you know. And um, but the thing is, like, like I said, you're one dude. You're yeah. doing everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, uh, and it, that could be understandable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? At some point, I do want to hire like the outsource the clips. Yeah. Uh, but it's not <laughs> until. I guess the YouTube channel gets monetized, or if not, Instagram gets monetized. Because mm -hmm. I, like I said. I try to organize everything where it makes sense, um, yeah. where I'm not forcing myself to spend more money yeah, 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 on yeah. something that I, I know I could do myself. And I, it's not that it takes me too long. It's just finding that time to do it. Like yeah, I said, yeah. I have so much work. Like I create content for other for other people. Yeah, yeah. I'm always going and doing videos and photos every single day. Or if not, I'm doing photos at the studio here as well. Mm -hmm. And I have to find that time to edit that footage. Or if not, those photos. And of course, I'm managing my team when it comes to the company. So that's where, like, I have to make sure that that doesn't fall. You know, like, I have that's yeah. number one. And then my podcast, because this is for me and myself, there's no 
uh, formula for my podcast. There's no, like, I, I, I understand where you guys are going after, you know, like being humorous, very entertaining, all that stuff. But for me, it's more like, okay, I just want to do it because I want to do it. And that's it. It doesn't matter if like, it's a someone professional or if it's just a friend or a colleague, it's mm. just, it is what it is. I, this is what I want to do. It's just a podcast for me. And if people yeah. want to listen 100%, yeah. you're more than welcome to listen. And if you don't like it, then please <laughs> <laughs> push that like button or if not comment, um, either way so that the, yeah. the algorithm gets it, which, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I like too. Like I, I like the haters too. Even like, if it's a negative comment, yeah. it, it triggers the algorithm no, exactly. at the end of the day. I love it. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. Which, which is, which is fine for me. Cause I've had negative comments on my stuff too, which I'm like, well, I don't even say anything that that's too controversial, but yeah. 100% you're always going to offend somebody, yeah, uh, yeah. which for me, like I, I like, what you said that algorithm basically will push your video if there's comments which for me like keep commenting negative or positive i would care less if anything i'm going to like it regardless yeah. if it's negative or positive yeah. Yeah. so you're doing me a favor so, that's true yeah that's true so keep commenting <laughs> ramses have you dealt yeah. with any negativity in your community or in your um not really no um a little bit but not like like hating on us type thing it's more like um making fun of us oh really yeah well what's the funniest comment that you've seen or we kind of like been roasted a little bit <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I, hey dude i love roasting if you can make we me find laugh it funny. you know what i yeah, mean yeah so like I'm, is there any comments that you saw that you were like i'm very humorous yeah you know um i was what i was saying about you saw earlier it's a card game right it's a spanish card game where it tests your your spanish language Ooh. so we've played played a uh, majority of times on my pod and it's either we post a clip of it or Yosabo posts a clip of it. They use the clip, and sometimes, like especially on TikTok, we we look, we go and we go look, in, look into the the comments, and people are saying like, "Estos pendejos," <laughs> you know, stuff like that. That's not roasting. These are, these are your no sabo kids right here, <laughs> like like stuff like that. And but I love it. It's no, funny it. because I'm very humorous uh -huh. and coming from like a mexican background you know hispanic whatever we're, we're used to that you're used yeah. to the shit talking that's yeah. right that's right you know, we're used to that yeah. shit you know do you guys yeah. ever reply back uh sometimes okay sometimes okay yeah just like uh being funny back yeah yeah being oh, funny okay. back gotcha. yeah yeah we're we're not like trying to like spread Stir. negativity yeah, yeah. Okay. anyway okay. you know what i mean we're just happy that they commented the fact that they commented. yeah yeah, yeah you that's know? exactly right yeah the, the three hour pot that me and omar had uh-huh had a good amount of views i'm like that's a three-hour podcast like that's a that was a people three sat there for hour. three hours Sound or like if not they paused you know or came back to it later <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but it still it still holds it though yeah yeah, yeah so we'll see how the four-hour podcast i i'm excited for that one <laughs> only because todd like i said uh, todd he's a he's a mother lover yeah he's a good that's guy. a he's that's a like good dude. Ha half days of work right there yeah. you know four hours right yeah there. Four, we didn't even realize it was four hours though yeah. we just kept going yeah. yeah, we just kept going. And then, uh, unfortunately, my friend Danny, he had his podcast in the same room uh -huh. that same day. And he walked in and he was kind of waiting, but I didn't even realize the time. So oh. he had to reschedule his podcast because we we took the, the so much yeah, time yeah. that I didn't realize, like, hey, we kind of like fell through on his time. Must have been really that good, man. Yes. You know, you didn't want to stop. Good conversations. Good conversations. Yeah, you didn't want to stop. That's what's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, but that's what it is, though. Like the con uh, the conversation, if it leads into other conversations, and then you fall into the rhythm, and then of course you're you get entertained as well when you're actually in a podcast. Yeah, because you're in a. I guess it, it's just more conversation with friends. Yeah, and then it we do it 
so often with friends. I'm like, but now it's being recorded. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, let's let's get it. And of course, the getting insights from uh, from a guy like Todd. For me, it's more entertaining because I know what he's saying. It comes from experience. And then, of course, he follows into the the moralities and values that I have. Mm. So it's it's easier for me to like do uh, the comparisons and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's a he's a really good guy. He's a very good guy. Um, he's like a white Santa Claus, you know? <laughs> Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean kind yeah, of guy. Like he's, Mr. Clean. Yes. That you that you relate to very well. Very, very tall, you know, old and bald, bald, you know, <laughs> but very hardworking, good morals, good values. But hey. you know, but he he's very humorous as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he he's not the type of guy to be judgmental because he's an elder or whatever. Or he's at that age. He's a wise man. Yeah, he's he's very like into in intuitive in the idea i'm like okay i yeah. read who you are and now we could have an actual conversation nice. of course he was a little hesitant in the beginning like everybody that does their first podcast they get a little nervous yeah and i even had to tell him like if you want to say something say it you know because even me and omar were talking how now there there are conversations or topics of conversations that n- cer- certain people are scared to be heard mm-hmm. in public or if not in a podcast and when Todd was here, it was the same thing where he was a little hesitant. He's like, oh, I really want to say this. But, you know, I'm like, no, 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 you say it. You know, like if you're scared, yeah. you know, like my platform is not that big. No mm-hmm. one really cares at this point, you know, like maybe in 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I'm not making money. This is for fun. You know, like if you can't say it in my podcast, how are you going to be able to say it in public? Yeah, true. So, but yeah, after that, he kind of opened up. And, and of course, I started saying my things as well, where it kind of allowed him to feel more comfortable yeah. to say what he wanted to say. Because like right now we're kind of living in this cancel culture kind of thing, <sighs> you know, yeah. where everyone's very <laughs> uh, sensitive to yeah. certain things or certain topics or certain areas of politics and all this stuff. So those are things that we have to kind of understand that, yeah, it's it's good to be courteous. It's good to be nice and all this stuff. But there's certain lines that you have to understand that the line is just imaginary. Yep. And if it, if we do live in this country and it's freedom of speech, Mm -hmm. understand that the opinion of others don't Mm -hmm. overstep your opinions as well. Just because the majority of the public that are spewing these, I guess these ideas, you know, is popular right now. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's going to be popular forever. Mm -hmm. So understand that your opinions also are just as valid Mm. if you don't agree with theirs and vice versa so if they're angry at you because you're done you're not agreeing just understand that it could go both ways so just say what you're gonna say yeah and that's it don't be too scared now of course if you're doing it where the intent is to harm somebody that's a different story yeah but i'm just saying speak your mind you know because we we have this consciousness that is given to us and unfortunately now people are just too hesitant to even be themselves now true 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 uh like when people have their differences um i've been like uh congratulated for standing by my beliefs Mm -hmm. you know i mean like i I have family that family and friends have told me like like i what do they say like like i dig that you stand by what Mm -hmm. you mean even though we have our differences that's admirable yeah it is yeah and i think that that honesty um it comes out you know like being very genuine yeah to your i guess to your audience they see it as well um the podcast that me and omar had we weren't agreeing with stuff Mm -hmm. but yet where is he at he's still at my studio bro we're still friends (laughs) we still still be friends (laughs) yeah exactly you know i I think i i think the problem at least now is that yeah people are afraid to communicate and because of that 
they're, they're more than likely to fall in line in mm-hmm. whatever it is that is being communicated. So, like, if I'm afraid to tell you, hey, man, like, that sweater makes you look fat, you know? <laughs> uh, I might just be like, you know, nah, dude, you look great, man. You, yeah. you look, you look at that sweater, man. You're yeah. rocking that sweater. Yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, I could probably save him, like, from this disaster of a uh, wardrobe if i would just tell him hey it's a little too tight man like maybe maybe you should wear it a little bit bigger and you might even just say fuck you dude i like showing my <laughs> long cast you know and, and, but that's okay the point yeah. is that if if it's never communicated i don't have the opportunity to change your mind help you in any way or mm-hmm. even change my own mind maybe you know what Maybe I'm just a little judgmental. Maybe you're not fat. Mm. Maybe I just have some, I don't know, idea in my head that I've only had and I've never questioned it because I've never yeah. talked to somebody about it. Yep. But if you don't communicate and you're afraid to communicate, you'll never know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it doesn't yeah. matter what you say, like express yourself and what happens after you'll see. Yeah. yeah. There'll be results. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the, the honesty within friendships, it's more important too, because that's where you start to understand like, okay, I could really trust this person, you know, in front of me. And like I said, me and Omar were literally going back and forth on that <laughs> podcast. We're just bantering like, as like, no, I don't agree with you or no, it's this, or this is what this means. Yeah. But that, that, that aspect, you know, like it gives you more of an idea of where his head's at. And then maybe I changed his mind later or if the vice versa, maybe he changed my mind um, after the podcast, yeah. but more than likely, cause I did get, uh, messages or DMS <laughs> from my friends. I'm like, Oh, it seemed like like you guys were just that, like, I don't know. It's just like for yeah. them, the, the, the idea of disagreeing, it's a conflict. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know? And for me, it's almost like, no, it's not a conflict. It's just a conversation. And it's an honest conversation too, because mm-hmm. we're not trying to hurt each other, but we're just trying to say what we actually want to say rather than just keeping quiet yeah that's that's dope uh there's sense of maturity in it too Mm -hmm. like let's say pretend you and me Irvin, we have our differences Mm -hmm. different beliefs Mm -hmm. different political views like totally different Mm -hmm. dudes but we somehow still are still friends Mm -hmm. that's saying like even though we have our differences my views are different from yours but i care about you more Mm -hmm. than my views Ooh, you know damn damn, that was (laughs) yeah hot fire i mean and that's the maturity in that yeah you know yeah, exactly. And of course that you develop that through age too, because you're yeah. not honed into your emotions as far yeah. as like, if, or, or your beliefs yeah. as well. Um, and I think it's emotions. Yeah. I, think, I think you said it, man. It's yeah. the emotion. You get so invested into an idea that mm-hmm. it just, you think you're the idea. And when mm-hmm. it's you, you marry you, that idea, you marry that idea mm-hmm. and you're, and you're less likely to, to want to give it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of that, you fight, you fight for that and idea. The, and you get yeah. all these cancel cultures, all this political views that don't agree like because they get emotional that's where all that comes from yeah yep and it's emotion so mm-hmm. like Irvin, Irvin yep. was right yeah they invest too much in the actual idea rather than the the concept of the idea you know what mm-hmm. what exactly are you talking about you know like i need to know and most people don't know how to actually explain themselves because it's just repeated conversation that they heard it's a broken record you know and then of course i'm like more of like okay let's break it down like i want to know from where is this coming from whatever topic that we're talking about? I'm mm-hmm. that guy. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like that because a lot of people don't even know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it becomes more of a disagreement, not on the idea. It's more of a disagreement on the idea that they don't even know what they're talking about because they get nervous. I'm like, Hey, someone actually is challenging me. Mm-hmm. So I'm no longer going to be on this 
nice offense, I'm going to go on the defense. Mm -hmm. And my defense is basically just going to have me just say whatever. And for me, I'm actually listening. I'm actually active listening to the point where I'm breaking down your, even your emotional topic over dialogue where I'm just picking at it. I'm like, okay, you said this, so let's break it down. What do you mean off of this? Mm -hmm. And from there, a lot more people get more emotional too. So mm -hmm. it's it's just like, it's very hard to actually have a conversation, like I said, an honest conversation with people now because of that reason. Mm -hmm. And luckily I do have a group of friends now that I could honestly, I know I could disagree with on certain things mm -hmm. or I could agree on certain things, but maybe have a different point of view on those ideas. Mm -hmm. But as long as I could say it out loud and you're not offended and we could still go out and what do whatever we want, like just hang out, yeah. then I'm cool with that, you know, because mm -hmm. at least I know what where your head's at at that point, you know, and the same thing with Omar. Like I said, we were just like, disagreeing on the whole podcast. Three hours of disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. But you know what? I That's that's what people want. If yeah. you notice what's on the news, what's what's on the media, people fighting, people disagreeing, people. This is what people want. People, people taking sides. Take, exactly. They yeah. want they want to hear what your side is. And mm -hmm. and the more you fight for it and then there's a, you know, again, there's mm -hmm. there's a give and take. It's entertaining. It's like a drama. It's like a play. It's yeah. that's why we go to the movies, right? We want to feel something. Oh. And when you see two people going at it with their beliefs, uh, you know, you're like, I agree with that guy. No, fuck that guy. That guy's dumb. And you start getting invested yep. into the into the conversation, into yeah. the people. And I'm, I'm just saying, man, I think I think you're on some onto something. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> uh, when I've gone on to your podcast, there are certain topics that, or my first time I went on to your podcast, there was a topic or the topic that you guys chose to actually kind of like have a conversation with i didn't want to kind of go off the what i really wanted to say directly because it's your platform now if i would have been without the camera and without the microphones because <laughs> it could hinder your platform too having someone actually saying what they really want to say so for mm -hmm. me i'm like okay i'm just going to tiptoe around the topic a little bit i'm going to say what i want to say but i'm not going to say it too directly because it's not my platform because I have to respect it as well. And same thing if you're going to someone's house or you're going to someone's <laughs> business, you know, you want to respect the house, you know, because it's, it's you don't want to get kicked out of the house. Yeah. Yo, your house smells, no, right? man. You should, did you, someone die in here? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, that's, that's kind of where the, my only hesitation as far as like how far I could take the conversation in certain places. Yeah. Um, now it's, if it's my podcast, like I, I'll literally take your if, shoes off. Literally. If you would have asked me that same question or those same questions here, with the guys here yeah. the same group of guys here yeah. i would have answered it a little bit more directly where now, now that we're here now. yeah now that now that it's on my podcast yeah. it's up to you guys if you guys want to stand <laughs> up and get out you know before you guys get caught on the crossfires because yeah. unfortunately that does happen and, happen and it's happened to one of our our friends yeah. Uh, enrique yeah where, really yeah, where he was in a pod. Uh, I don't want to see the name because I don't want people to kind of go and yeah. start it again. But S certain things were said and which triggered a lot of people. And he didn't really say much. Yeah, he didn't say. He was just caught in the crossfire. Yeah, exactly. He was caught in a crossfire yeah. on another pod. Yeah. And it caught on to his platform oh, where he got hate for it. That's right. I remember it, Yeah, that. there you go. I he actually spoke that. about it on yeah. the when he came through. That's what the Power Ranger did. There you go. There I remember you go. now. It's, there you go. It spreads like wildfire. Exactly. And wow. and it wasn't even him. You know, he was just in the room and and unfortunately yeah. people would just get upset and he got DMs and I'm not sure if he shadow banned because that's something that I have even have to talk to him about. 
um, about how uh, Instagram will shadow ban you if there is negativity kind of thrown at you via yeah, DMs because they actually read your DMs too. Mother. Yeah, they do. Lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post that on your Instagram. <laughs> Mother. Love it. Sorry, I, 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 I'm trying, man. After talking to after talking to Todd, I realized how conscious I was of my own cursy, dirty mouth, and I was like, I, I, gotta, I gotta try to, because he had said you know something. What? I'm trying to do the same thing. Yeah, dude, he had said because uh, he's he was talking about how he was a born again a born again Christian. Okay, and he was saying that his daughter was like, why do you say all those bad words? He was like, bro, I just talk shit. This is just what I do. Yeah. And she's like, but what you say comes from the heart, and I'm like, oh. Ouch. Oh, wow. Hold on a minute. So I'm always saying, fuck, shit, bitch. Like, I'm like, is, there is goes that my what, YouTube channel. Is that, yeah, I know, right? Is that where my heart is? Man, I should probably figure that out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do the same thing, bro. I'm trying to, like, cool it with the cursing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is, though. Like, I, I think, is it your environment that you kind of grew up in? Like, as far as, like, group, group of friends or your uncles or... Your, uh, your I think family? it was a lack of com uh, lack of vocabulary. Okay, I think that's where it comes from okay. because now that I'm getting older, and I don't want to say I'm getting smarter, but uh, you know, I'm learning a little bit more, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I want to sound more articulate. I want to yeah. I want to sound a little bit, yeah, you know, more professional. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It could be the age. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you, I'm sure you guys prefer for people like they can't have a sentence without a curse word in it. You know, and yeah, it's kind of like a sounds like non-intellectual there you go yeah you know that's what i'm saying a lack of vocabulary yeah you know, these people at least me i was one of them i'm like yeah. oh mm -hmm. i'd say f word after every yeah. sentence yeah like, i never developed that habit just because i just started talking a couple years ago so <laughs> <laughs> barely you, learning. Ju you just barely started talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm barely Crawling. learning even the the actual words as far as like the in intermediate words are, are barely coming out of my mouth so that's good. those curse that's words good. didn't come out yeah. uh, they'll come lucky. out next year they'll come out next year <laughs> yeah that's right I was like, once you start learning more words, you're like, you know what? This is unnecessary fluff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm just going to say the F word yeah. after every sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the shade of brown right now is, like I said, uh, you guys are now staying consistent. Yeah. Uh, as far as like any uh, bigger platforms that have hit you guys up, like, are you guys now noticing that too? Because I remember I was one of the first podcasters mm -hmm. that invited you guys. Are you guys now seeing that rhythm as well? Um, it's starting. Okay. We've got hit up, a f uh, like maybe a few, just a few times mm -hmm. with other podcasters, like already established okay. podcasters that they've been doing it for years. Okay. And like I said, um, when we met the other podcasters, there was a few over there at the karaoke place. Um, like I said, like, oh, we've seen your stuff. Mm -hmm. It comes up. And some one of them actually told us, like, we need to collab. And they're already a, a, another huge podcast already mm -hmm. established too. So I'm like, we're down, bro. Yeah. We're we're trying out here. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. But like, we, I said this to the guys, dude. And like, dude, let's not forget the AV though. If if this does pop off, you got to put the AV on. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to bring the AV. That's what's up. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. Forget. Hey, yeah. we can't forget the AV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's where we're from. That's yeah. we're all here, bro. AV brothers, right here. Yeah. That's right. I, yeah, were, were you from. born out here, brother? No. No? You no. weren't born out here. Okay. No. He was born in the same location I was born. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Mexico. <laughs> Mexican, brother. Yeah, see, I, I I was born out here, so I'm yeah. a desert rat, you know. Okay. 
An born AV? Raised. Yeah. I was oh, born wow. out here, man. In Lancaster? Yeah. Lancaster, uh, Antelope Valley Hospital. Wow. Bro, right here, 1990. Damn. Wow. My younger brother, his whole life, too. Wow. He was born in Lancaster. That's crazy. Yeah. Born in Lancaster. Yeah, that's why, like, when people talk, like, no, no, you know, like, they talk smack. <laughs> when they talk smack, and they're just like, ah, oh, there's nothing to do. And, yeah. oh, man, what do you do here? I was like, dude, I... I've lived here my whole life. Yeah. There's a lot of things to yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, You know, when you get used to a certain way of life, certain way of living, and then you come here, it, it could be a little jarring. You know what yeah. I mean? I've noticed um, it's kind of like uh, filtered in a way. Um, people like in social media, they see it in a certain way where like it, it should be like that, like going out, the activities, mm -hmm. this and that. I'm like, bro, social media is telling you like you need to go and do this. Mm -hmm. Which you could do the same thing here in the AV. Yeah. You know? You know what I mean? You don't have to go drive an hour south from here, you know, to, yeah, to get drunk at a bar or or, exactly. or to go do karaoke or, or have exactly. an expensive cafe. Or, yeah, exactly. Know? Exactly. There's live music out here. Maybe it's no, you know, like uh, Kings of Leon or like, you know, <laughs> the Killers, but like you, you got people playing out here, mm -hmm. music yeah. and live situations. And like, it's growing too. Yeah. It is. You know? it, it AV is growing. Yeah. We're, we're seeing more entertainment. We're seeing more taco trucks everywhere now. There you go. You know, taco that's, trucks. That's how you you know. remember the taco trucks? Yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know. You know, they're, they're everywhere. everywhere. On 47th, where I live, yep. by the Verta, literally at, in the evening time, they're oh, just there yeah, yeah. now. I'm like, bro, you don't nah. have to walk anywhere. Bro, anymore. you keep telling everywhere where you live, dude. Oh, shit, I live in Acton, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> not, like, not, not just tacos, just like taco stands. Yeah, yeah taco stands. Everywhere now. Bubusa stands, bro. Yeah, everywhere, bro. Bubusas, bro. Yeah. I love them. But that's how you know that it, it is getting more populated. And, of course, the houses right now are getting more expensive. So mm -hmm. that that's how you know that the economy or the population out here is gravitating towards the AV. Because, one, there are entertainment as far as, like, a lifestyle out here if you're actually willing to actually go look for it, too. Mm -hmm. It's not like L.A. or in the Valley where you're just going to walk at every yeah. corner. There's something. No, there's, like, little spots out here that you could actually go and actually do stuff. Yeah. Me personally, I like going out to begin with, so I don't really <laughs> care regardless if there's something to do out here or not. I'm more of an indoors person. I would rather do my thing like what we're doing right now. This yeah. is kind of what I wanted to do, um, and it's more affordable out here to do it to. Mm -hmm. Out mm -hmm. in the Valley or out in L.A., I would never have a studio because it would cost way too way much too money. Way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah, the cost as far as like the rent, the cost of the lights, the cost of insurance would be way too much for me to even afford, for me to even have other people rent out my rooms the ones that i have now or the studio or me actually do what i need to do at the studio it wouldn't it wouldn't be a possibility out there unless i have like rich family or if i'm an established videographer or photographer yeah. then maybe but no not out here but the possibilities out in the av they're endless yes but yeah. people kind of just see the desert and they don't see it where it's like, oh, it's not sexy enough for me to actually do something out there because <laughs> yeah, the yeah. illusion, what you're saying as far as like what the illusion, exactly. they see on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, the lifestyle that most people kind of uh, envision themselves of that, that the events every night or the coffee shops. And mm -hmm. I kind of go off of the sitcom, the Friends, Ooh. Friends, you know, where they live in New York. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Right. Sorry, they live in New York, and they they basically no fucking way. Exactly, they can, they, they can't afford that place. Exactly, staying it's in too Rome. big. It's way too big. Way they have a balcony big. and all those bedrooms and yeah. stuff, and then they have a cafe downstairs, and they 
you never see them working all the time. They're like always hanging out. Yeah. That is just a TV show. And a lot of people kind of fell into that where they're like, Oh, like I want to do that. And I just want to have fun with friends and go to coffee shops and go to bars, go to do whatever events yeah. or whatever, almost like on a daily. And then they're kind of just kind of living on the illusion that if you live out there, that's kind of the lifestyle that you're going to live. But unfortunately because of the market and because of, you know, like inflation, it just doesn't make sense. You're just going to work to work and just going to say, oh, I live in L.A. to live in L.A. Yeah. But when you're there, you're like, bro, like I have a two bedroom apartment or one bedroom apartment for three thousand, four thousand dollars. I'm like, how is that even possible? Like you're not making that much money to begin with. Yeah. And you're not even including your car insurance or mm-hmm. your your other bills that you need to pay like groceries exactly Oof. utilities all that stuff so i i, I uh, me, bro, we me were talking i don't understand that. that i don't understand that you know like, yeah you remember we were, i was we were talking i think we did the math and in order to afford <laughs> the math. again in order to afford a three thousand dollar like uh, let's say apartment or a house by yourself comfortably if you wanted to just follow the 28 percent rule you'd have to make like 11k a month who the fuck is making 11K a month, you know, like out in L.A.? Like mm-hmm. unless you're in the music industry, entertainment industry, some fancy schmancy lawyer or mm-hmm. like yeah. a doctor, like tech, tech industry, tech industry or yeah, coder. Like a, you you can't do that by yourself without having like five other people in mm-hmm. that two bedroom apartment. You know what True. I mean? Yeah. And even out here, it's getting really expensive, like a two bedroom apartment. It's like around a little bit over 2000. Oof, that's yeah. right. That's right. And that's not even a nice area too. It's the East side. These are like <laughs> East side apartments, you know, like these are like, Oh man. The older, you know, like the ones that you don't want to How walk. far East? How far East? I would say the middle, middle East. <laughs> the middle East. The middle <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The sketchy East. The sketchy yeah. East. Hey, no, no, no. I live in the middle East too. Uh, no, no. I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you exactly where. Like, yeah, yeah. But I know what like you're talking about. I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean, man. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Omar lives. The Middle East. I, I live in Acton. <laughs> I live in Acton. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully this year I'll be able to buy my first house. And yes. Yeah. And I think I had spoken to you the first time I actually met you that my yep. plan is to rent out rooms. Because I'm going to move in. One you're going to move in, bro. Hell We're going to yeah. have parties. You know, yeah. don't worry about it. We're going to set up a podcast we're, we're room and everything. Podcast like oh, I just every saw somebody. Oh, it's probably Ariana. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's, record a pod. Who's it? Who's it's a ghost. <laughs> is, is it Sarah? Dude, I'm freaking out. Is it Sarah? <laughs> she, she showed up? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we weren't supposed to say I know, but that's okay. Oh, she, uh, she won't watch oh, this. Oh, no, she will. <laughs> she watches all of them. Does she really? <laughs> yeah, she watches all of them. Okay, well, then I'm calling you out. <laughs> uh, shout out to I'm Sarah. Just shout out to Sarah. <laughs> shout out to Sarah. Pobre <laughs> 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 Pobrecita. 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 Yeah. Allegedly. Oh my God. <laughs> Allegedly. Hey, Rams, so like, yeah. uh, you were talking about moving in with this dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm You're down. looking for a place too? I'm down. Yeah? Trying to move in too? Uh, hey, not, not, I got a family to take care of. <laughs> or else I would actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I got, so like, just for those people out there, I, you know, I live at home with my mama and my two siblings my, my two siblings and my nephew my adopted nephew and oh, okay. you know my mom is getting older and my my nephew and my little my littlest brother is autistic mm-hmm. uh and she's old and she's a nurturer and and these kids aren't no offense to her they're not getting the proper attention because she's not you know the teacher she's a nurturer uh-huh. Uh-huh. she's always working too and she's yeah yeah and it's like you know what uh let me just let me hang let me hang around the situation here. yeah because yeah. uh genuinely i mean 
I love my mom. I love my family. I love my mom too. I don't have, a, you know, a wife or kids and, you know, I'm still young. So I have the opportunity to still be at home and mm-hmm. help her out with, mm-hmm. with the things that she isn't capable and it paying the rent too. You know, it's getting expensive out mm-hmm. here. So yeah. it's like, you know, Hey, she's, she's like a roommate to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is admirable. Your reason. It is. So like, it is as yeah. far as like what you're doing it, because there are a lot of people that are kind of just stuck in their ways as far as like being comfortable. Yeah. And that's a different story as far as like within itself, you know, like absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I kind of want to just like now start building my little portfolio when it comes to actual houses and uh she said <laughs> <laughs> she should come through um <laughs> but yeah that's the plan hopefully I'll, I'll i'll look at the houses right now um after my taxes and then i'll figure it out i i do want to get something where it's one story maybe three to four bedrooms because i don't want to just be by myself i at least want to rent out two rooms mm-hmm. the cost of living out here it's going to be more, more expensive like we said and then of course the mortgage it's just going to be crazy and then of course the utilities and insurance it's going to start adding up. So I know for a fact that it's, I need the help, you know, like I can't, we can't do it ourselves, even though I make good money. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that a lot of people don't even think about. Like I make reasonable amount of money. If it was five years ago, I would have bought two houses already. You know, (laughs) that's that's, that's how big the difference of the gap as far as like, where the finances, yeah, it, it went, the inflation went too much. You know, eggs are super expensive right now. We can't even buy eggs anymore. Bro. I love eggs. I love eggs, eggs you know? bro. And gasoline is super expensive. Everything's more taxed as far as like the sales tax went up. Everything went up. And of course, like I make, I'm not going to say how much I make, but I make a good amount of money to the point where now I feel like I almost went backwards without the fault of my own. You know, yeah. like I work every day and I have savings account, like yeah. where it's a good amount of it's like it's a good amount, but yet because of inflation, it's almost like no, nope. like outpacing you. Yeah, exactly. You have to almost like triple or if not yeah. like double or if not triple what you actually yeah. are, what you have in your bank account or eleven k a month, baby. Eleven yeah. k a month yeah, is what you got to make right K. now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's super crazy. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, I do get the house. And I, man, I would love to have you as we'll, a roommate. We'll bro. have a freaking podcast every yeah. single yeah, day. Right. I'll love to have Ramsey. Five cool, hour right? podcast right? episodes. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? I might have potential roommates for you too. I know my sister <laughs> and my brother in law are trying to get out of their apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're paying like what sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars mm-hmm. for their apartment. It's, it's a one bedroom, Jesus. one bath. Wow. So it's like. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I mean, you know, they were talking to me about getting a house, and I was like, "Bro, I'm just waiting for this market to yeah. crash yeah. before I even think about like yeah. getting a house or putting yeah. some money down." But yeah, hopefully, if that's well, me. Though, yeah, if they're if they're because I already know you guys to be good with, and I know your sister. You know my sister. That's exactly. right. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be an easy move for them if they do come in and do like a a year or whatever, or however long I because I'm my plan is to keep the house for two years and then depending on the market, refinance it. If it's not, if I can't refinance it, just basically keep saving and then buy another house and then rent out the whole house by itself and then have that house pay half of the mortgage or if not some of the mortgage to my second house. But it's all a numbers game. And of course it's all like putting your priorities straight to, um, me and Omar were actually talking about finances before you actually came in and I'm Mm -hmm. like, bro, like, now it's just like you have to like literally just stick to what you want to do financially because if you're not you get stuck in this little platform of like okay i'm not going anywhere in my life anymore mm-hmm. and it, it's just so hard in california it, it, sometimes it feels like that mm-hmm. because of like these crazy numbers now you know you feel like like damn like am i gonna do something in my life mm-hmm. is it even possible now uh-huh 
You know, it's discouraging sometimes. Oh, it's very discouraging. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, I work a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, I I have yet to buy my first house. Like, how is this possible? Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, see, that's self-explanatory right mm-hmm. there. That says a lot right there. We just said, you know, like you work. I know you're you're you have your own business. You work a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. And I see you working, yeah. bro. Like you work like almost seven days a week, mm-hmm. bro. Like, every day. Yeah. And for you to say that says a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> I was going to say, what about our us poor souls right. out here? Yeah, Imagine. especially if you're self-employed, bro, taxes get you hard. Nasty. Shit. Bro, they get you like, nasty. Gets you so, because you have your business and then you have your personal. So they yeah. tax you on both sides. Mm. So I'm like, bro, like you have to navigate life almost like, okay, if I buy this, this goes as a write-off and you have to always keep a list of every single mm-hmm. thing because if not, Uncle Sam just... Just takes it all, like, and if they, if they could take more, like last year, was it? Yeah, last year's taxes. They actually sent me a letter asking me for another closer to three thousand dollars. Already on my personal, I had already paid around eight thousand on my personal, not my business. My my personal was mm-hmm. eight thousand around there, and they're asking me for another three thousand. And I'm like, bro, what the hell? <laughs> where this come from? <laughs> like, where where are you getting like this idea that I have this much money? Yeah, because you're taxing me on both sides my business and my personal i get my business because my business accumulates the profits and accumulates the numbers but my personal i put myself on salary like numbers haven't changed from the last couple years Mm -hmm. so how are you willing to tax me more knowing that i made a certain amount of money because i put myself on a salary like Mm -hmm. it's the same number every month nothing's Mm going to change i'm not going to make more money or less money and I was like, nah. So I spoke to my tax guy and he's like, let's write a letter and let's see if we could actually avoid you paying more taxes. And luckily, uh, via that letter, I was only able to like pay like $200 more. Hell yeah. yeah. That's right, tax guy. Yeah, but $200 though. That's still $200. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, where is this? These these concepts. I'm like, bro, like, what were like? Yeah. You shouldn't you, even take that $200. Exactly. That's right. I'm like paying for everything already if you if you lend me money i get tax on it if i lend you money i get tax on it too what the that's how california works oh man california wants a tax for the air you breathe bro yeah oh, and then bro. i remember uh, <laughs> they ain't getting their money from me what was it venmo also venmo yeah. started taxing as well at a certain number though. yeah certain i think it was 600 dollars. yeah so if you start passing around a, uh, a margin a month you get tax on it because my mom you see because my mom owns a salon Mm. And a lot of people would do the Venmo or, yeah, I think there was more Venmo at the time. And she basically had to stop because she was going to start getting tax on it. I'm like, bro, like, it, like they want to, they find a way wherever the money's coming in. Yeah. They're going to find a way to not only take it from the person that's giving you the money, but also the person taking the money. So yeah. I'm like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like how yeah. we basically have to live now as far as like we live just to work. For the things that before in the past were so much easier to accumulate. And I get there are certain people that are lazy and they don't want to do anything with their lives. And unfortunately, when you hear the millennials are lazy and they don't do this or that, I'm like, no, there's a good group of us that it's not because we don't want to. It's because it's almost not even possible anymore Mm -hmm. to live a certain lifestyle that before, like me and Omar were saying, you could live on a wage where you could work at, you know, like he used to work at a guitar center, you could actually live a, a, not 
a luxurious life, but it would be decent enough mm -hmm. for you to own a little house and then yeah. start building, you know, like whatever you need to build. To some people, that is the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. But know? now it's just, just to be able to do that. Yeah. But now it's just almost impossible. It's like, almost out of reach. Now. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like now I have to buy a house and now basically rent out the rooms knowing that I have the money to pay the mortgage, but I'm not going to live just to pay a mortgage too. Crazy. Like you have to live and, and honestly think to yourself, like, are you living just to pay the mortgage or are you living and understanding that logic that things could happen? You know, that too, you got that in the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. So I have mm -hmm. to keep saving, you know, just mm -hmm. in case, you know, just in case. So, okay. Is it fun to live with strangers? Not really. No. But unfortunately, it is what it is. You know, like we we are getting older, mm -hmm. and we have to just be a little bit more responsible. Like to the point where it, it's just uncomfortable now. Like you yeah. you have to live uncomfortably to then one day get to the point where to live just a normal comfortable life. Yeah. You know, just yeah. to live in, with another mortgage too as well. True. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Crazy. Like in the seventies, I think, or even early eighties, dude. Like you could have a minimum wage job and yeah. own, a, own a house. Yeah. Yeah. That was that's tr that's crazy to me. Like today, that's not impossible. Oh no, I, not, I, not that's impossible. Not even an apartment. Not, no. Not even a room. Not even a room, dude. With a <laughs> not minimum even a room, wage job, like Bro. part time, dude. Like yeah, because that's. I mean, most of the people. I mean. Most of the corporations now are switching over to part-time workers because mm -hmm. then, hey, if you're working only like 10 hours a week and I got like 50 of you laying around, I don't have to pay anyone in for insurance. I don't have to give you any benefits. Uh, and because of that, corporations will make more. But the general populace will like, even if they want to work full-time, they can't get a full-time mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. And at minimum wage, I was like, how the fuck are you supposed to buy a house? Like, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. On her, you know. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a different way of living now. It's, it's a different world now. Well, it's a California. In reality, it's just it's very it's it's uh, I would I want to say manageable, but it's just like it's it's tough. It's tough. Like it's if you tough. can make it in California, bro, you can make it any state. Basically, any yeah. state, because you're yeah. like always on the go. It's like always like okay, today I'm going to do this. Yeah. Today I'm going to do this because I have to now. It's no longer oh I'm going to take a vacation. I'm going to take the the family to the park. I'm yeah. like, no, you got to work. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude, I, what was it? The other day I was looking at like the, the cheapest places to live. And I, I saw videos. Like you that saw too. that too. Yeah, yeah, dude. I fuck India. Like if you go to India, bro, I already look Indian, bro. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you fit in and it's about $400 a month to, to live a pretty good life. Uh -huh. 400 apparently if you like have two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a month, mm -hmm. you're, you're a millionaire out wow. there. So it's like, it, yeah, there there are easier ways to do this thing. Like even Thailand, I think Thailand is a, yeah, it, Thailand. Oh, Thailand, you know what I mean? Thailand's and the Philippines, and the Philippines. Yeah, that's the Philippines right. Are yeah. Too, but a little bit dangerous. Yeah, but we don't live out there. <laughs> hey, I was just gonna say we'd fit in just fine. <laughs> just gotta go there. You just know, gotta toughen up a little bit. To yeah. toughen up a little bit, learn the language. Go live yeah. with Manny Pacquiao. That's it. There yeah. you go, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You can protect me. You can do. Just, just believe in him, just believe. and he will come. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah but it's unfortunate you know like that's that's the i guess that's my goal for this year hopefully i'll, I'll be able to get the house and like i said if you if you're wanting to rent out the room I, bro like do it, bro. that would make me so happy just because one i already trust you enough to like 
yeah. it's going to be my house. You know, yeah. that's literally all my stuff. <laughs> you know, you can't bring in strangers, you know, like, no. as far as like whomever, because they could yeah. steal or if not break stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, that's kind of my only, my worry is that because I, I do listings for a living, like when I do photos uh -huh. and I've gone to houses where I'm with the realtor and I didn't know that the tenant of the house was supposed to move out already. And they're basically going back and forth. And I'm in the middle of their conversation. I'm like literally just with my camera, just oh. waiting to go into the house. And they're like, well, we didn't know we had needed to clean and we didn't. Oh. Da, 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 da. And so they're just kind of ba back and forth arguing. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to deal with a renter like that. If I do rent out my house and I've gone to certain houses where they've destroyed the house. Like, oh yeah, dude. I've cleaned houses where they destroy oh, yeah. the he, house, dude. He houses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They yeah. literally destroy the walls they they will destroy the carpets. Yep. They'll destroy the kitchen, yep. and then your whatever investment of whatever savings you thought you were getting from the rent, you're now having to put it all to back fix to fix house. it up. Yeah, yep. but yeah, that's kind of where my my head goes into. So if like I could have you and another person that I trust, I'm like, bro, that that's for me. That's just everything. Like, is someone responsible? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I think it'll be cool. It's not like I'm gonna be at the house. I work every day. I'm basically this is where I live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you know what? Why buy a why, why buy a house? Just you know what? You got one of them empty rooms down there, right? Just, just put a bed in there, right? Yeah? Just put a bed. <laughs> like I mean, Shoot. legally, can you do that? I don't think so because I don't own it. It's an it's commercial building. But but, but who would know? Who would know? I don't know. Who would know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I get like a futon, so it's not yeah. that conspicuous. I've you know, slept get... on this couch. That's what I'm saying. I've dude. slept on a couch. There you go. Man. <laughs> I mean, like in my head, like I've oft I've often fantasized about buying like a property or something. And my my brain was always like, can it double up as like an office space? Maybe okay. I can like yeah. maybe oh, I can yeah, get an office sure. and then yeah. sleep in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh I've actually thought about converting. I think I also spoke to you about this. Like I want to convert the garage into yeah. either another room and then rent it out or if not convert it to just like an office space mm. and basically just do the podcast there yeah uh, but yeah that those are just like little goals here and there that i'm now kind of like contemplating like before i buy the house and we're like, gonna do it brother whoops yeah. sorry we're gonna do it bro <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna fix it up we're gonna fix it up that's right we're gonna get this star power hey we're gonna do it bro that's right hold on yeah hey there you go there you go there you go yeah <laughs> I've been waiting to use that one, dude. That's a the nice harp. sound. I the like harp. that sound. Yeah, that's a good one. That was the first happy. one, right? That was the first one. Yeah. I never heard that one. You haven't heard that <laughs> no, one? I don't oh, think you've ever heard this one is my second favorite. I only got to use it once. <laughs> what is that? It's crickets. They're crickets. Oh, bro. crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Just cricket, dude. <laughs> They're crickets. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're going to do it, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully this yeah. year, uh, God willing. In uh, Acton? You're going to buy it in Acton? Yeah, I'm going to buy an Acton. <laughs> I don't live in Acton, don't worry. That's <laughs> right. It's closer grew, to home. I used to live in Acton, by the way. Oh, really? As a, as a kid. Oh, really? A little kid, Oh, dude. okay, okay. I was surrounded by weddles, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh that's kind of where we're kind of the idea why the I'm saying that I live in Acton because the topic of uh, Acton came up on the other podcast. Oh, yeah? As far as like where I, when I would go and do a house, there's a demographic of people that live there because it's ranch style mm -hmm. and they're nicer, bigger houses mm -hmm. and they're coming in from the Midwest or if not the South or oh, if yeah, not like yeah. Texas. So they have this, like they still have that culture mentality. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Todd is white, and we were just saying like, <laughs> we uh, we live in Acton. That's kind of where he's coming in from. Uh, the phrase, uh, okay. it, it, you 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 have to watch the previous podcast to get it. Okay. It's an inside joke. Yeah, I haven't yeah. posted it yet. So oh damn it, <laughs> I'm already like yeah, yeah go watch it. Yeah, go we just did it. it. We just by, did it. by the time this episode's drop, the, the other one, one would already be, be dropped. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. next week I, I I'll have time. I'm looking at my calendar. I'm like, all right, when when do I what, when could I listen to a four hour podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well I mean you drive often. You drive down to Long Beach all the time, man. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, that I also like to look at the expressions of the people. Like when we're talking, like oh okay. that that makes sense as far as like how it could come off on Instagram, um, the uh. each platform and everything. Because I am making them like vertical for yeah, the yeah, clips yeah. and everything. So I have to actually look at everything. But oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll sit down. <laughs> yeah, the, like the format that we well, I do it when it comes to that. Um, I'm more of a listener. Yeah, I like to listen to podcasts. Yeah. I'm not really much of a watch. Yeah, I like to listen. So when we're when I have the episode pretty much ready, uh-huh. I like to listen to it a little bit. But I scroll through though. I don't. Uh-huh. I try not to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, and I scroll through, scroll through, and I'm like, okay, bomb. Yeah, Anthony's the one that watches. Ah. So that we got that, you yeah. know, like 50 50 yeah, format yeah. type thing going, which on. is good though. Yeah, that's, that's very good. I, I, I love watching video format podcasts and yeah. then I like listening to it. I'm more of a watcher and a listener uh, because I like to see the reactions of someone when they laugh or when something happens that's dramatic. Yeah. I like seeing it, you know, it's just like for me, it's visually pleasing to my eyes. And then, of course, you're seeing, you're hearing it too because I do drive a lot, but. Mm. When I'm actually at my house or I'm here editing, I'll put it on the TV and I'm actually doing the both listening. And then when something happens, I'll turn it around like, oh, that, that was cool. And like, I, I like, uh, I, like I like seeing, I like seeing the reactions. That's kind of where I, I go after, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course for Instagram, it's visual. So that's kind of where I'm like very meticulous as far as like what type of clips I'm going to come after. Um, on the last pod, uh, freaking Todd was almost crying. So I'll probably post that one. <laughs> <laughs> got a little emotional uh, no i loved it no i was just like oh dude this is what this podcast needs yeah a little tears <laughs> just a, just just a single tear just, just a, one just one tear just one <laughs> one's tear. enough one is enough one, yeah. one tear is enough <laughs> no no but it was it was nice it was nice hearing him get vulnerable and like talk about like how grateful he was it, it was you know triggered by that the idea of gratitude yeah with his kids. Oh, okay with yeah. his kids yeah. Yeah. oh of course and i was yeah. like oh wow like yeah that, i feel that you know but that, that's what I mean. That would like, get any old dude. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like the <laughs> just the visual of it, it's different than actually just oh, you're right. hearing it. You're right, you're right. Because when you're hearing it, you're not seeing it, you know, like his eyes, you know, that you know, where they get a little watery. <laughs> true, true. You're right about that. So that's kind of where I, I see what you mean. You know, why like you like the visuals. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like seeing before hearing sometimes. Yeah. And then that's where you get the concept. I'm like, oh now I'm invested. Now Absolutely. I want to know. Right. Yeah, now yeah, I want to yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that podcast what, for me was is one of my favorite ones so far, just because I haven't had someone at that age group in a while. I used to do it more often um, when I first started, which they were more mature as far as like the the actual conversations. But I didn't want to get stuck in that format because I started to notice that when I would ask my friends, they were like, "Oh, but I'm not an entrepreneur, and I'm not a business person, or I'm not this." And it became more of like, well, that wasn't the idea of the podcast to begin with. You know, like I wanted it to be where I just had a conversation with someone I feel comfortable with and that was it. But it became that because of the guests that I was bringing in in the beginning. And now, of course, now it's going to be becoming more of a random podcast where it's just like whomever I want to invite and that's it. There, mm-hmm. If you do something 
that I like, or if you have something going on with your life, cool. But that's not the idea of the podcast. You know, Omar right now is just a friend. I brought him in mm-hmm. and I I was actually going to have him in before he was actually just the switcher. But unfortunately that it just became that I needed someone on the, on the board that day. And then Enrique was the one that was on the guest. Mm hmm for that podcast and i'm like bro like i need you to be a guest as well we were talking about it way before enrique i was actually on the actual seat and you know i'm like we have to just do it but those that's the format like i don't care that if you're doing something particular if you are actually doing something particular cool it adds on to the podcast but that's not the idea of the podcast i just want to have an actual genuine conversation if it's comical or if it's uh, inspirational, cool. But it has to already have to feel it before the podcast, you know, like the idea of me having a conversation with you. We have conversations all the time, all the time, you know, it's either you're here or we go out and do something. But that's the idea of the podcast, because if I'm forcing the conversation onto you or you're forcing it onto me, they're going to hear it or if they're going to see <laughs> it and no one's going to want to listen to my podcast anymore, you know? That's mm-hmm. right. And there are some people like that too. Like I've, I've noticed that too, that that's what I'm learning. I'm like, there are some people that don't like talking and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. So I can't have somebody like that mm-hmm. in my podcast. Cause I don't know how to even maneuver around that mm-hmm. as of yet. You know, I'm getting there, but uh, bro, you just, you just got to ask the right questions. Yeah. So, and, sometimes yeah. it just, it, but then you get nervous though, because yeah. the, the answers get so short and you don't even have time to actually analyze like, oh, what, what could I have said this if, and made it longer? And no, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. A, a yes or no answer. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. If there's no give and take, then it doesn't matter what right questions you ask. It's give and take. Conversation's a two-way road. Yeah. And see how I was talking right now? And then you basically came in with a solution or a type of a solution I didn't ask you anything. You just basically <laughs> you added on to the actual. Oh, topic. yeah, yeah, naturally. Yeah, naturally. you added yeah, yeah, on yeah, to yeah. the conversation without me asking. You're you. like, motherfucker, I didn't ask you for your opinion. <laughs> right. But that's well, what I thank mean. you. But, but thank you for. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. You need that type of uh, person in front of you yeah. to have that type of conversation where it leads into basically an actual conversation. Yeah. And I didn't understand that certain people aren't even good at that. You're like mm. having that particular type of person that just wants to give you a straight answer or a yes or no answer or not asking you questions or basically not giving you a solution as far as like what you're actually talking about without even asking a question like what Omar just did. It just came naturally, which then made the conversation flow into a different topic or it could flow into a different topic. Mm -hmm. I just like telling people what to do. That's (laughs) what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Which is that the dynamic works. The dynamic works. If you have someone that can contrast, have the contrast that's even better you know that that's what i like um me and omar have disagreements cool but he's a good talker so i'm just gonna he's more than welcome to be invited for the switcher or whatever mm. but it just adds on to conversations that could lead into other conversations but like i said i'm learning unfortunately like there there are gonna be people that are i don't know like i i don't know what's gonna happen later on if it if it works out, it works out. But if it doesn't, I'm like, bro, we'll see how how it far is, I can go. <laughs> I was gonna say on that topic, Ramses, uh-huh. my friend, yes. uh, your experience in talking, like, uh, where you, because I know you're a musician. You make beats, you make you make music, you produce it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that requires some sort of like social awareness. But like, yeah. where, would, would you say that? I mean, was that something that was difficult for you to like try to know how to talk, how to what to say next? Like in the beginning, it was. I was a little bit like. I'm like in the middle, like introvert, extrovert. Yeah. You know, I'm in, I'm in the middle. Okay. You know, um, 
when the music, especially when I wanted to work with somebody, I, I originally I started out playing drums. Oh, played drums for drummer boy twenty five plus years now. Um, so you're not talking playing the drums. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. And they usually put you in the corner somewhere. Yeah, like, boy, I sit see. over here and shut up and play the drums. You know. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and um, so I wasn't. You know, I was like the. When you look at a group of a band, I think that as far as visually, the drummer is probably like always in the corner somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, or behind the whole band, behind somebody, you know. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Um, but little by little, I start. I got into producing it, so I was like, I kind of like had to get out of my comfort zone for that mm-hmm. to collab or whatever, you know. I didn't do much collabing because then again, like you said, I, I like I was learning how to talk to people. Yeah, you know, I was learning, and I didn't know how to talk to people in the beginning, how to approach them. I'll be nervous. I was hella nervous, bro. I feel. I that. would get nervous playing drums, bro. Even though I had like <laughs> fifteen plus twenty five um, plus years playing, I still get nervous if, if I'm going back there. You know, even though I play those songs hundreds of times, I still get nervous because I love it that much. Yeah. You oh, because of it's, course you it's you want butterflies. You want to be good. It's yeah. excitement, is what I call. Yeah. Uh, that nervousness, uh, at least in the beginning, uh, for me, like I would feel it too. And yeah, uh, I was a saxophone player. So like, oh. yeah, back Kenny G Sexy. And, uh, when I was seven years old, just <laughs> aka saxophone, <laughs> saxophone. <laughs> hey man, like I I love that instrument, and I would get on stage and I would feel it. I'd start getting jittery, and I'm like. Oh man, what is this? And uh, I don't know what happened, who told me, where it was, but someone said, hey man, just reframe it. You're not nervous, you're excited. Mm -hmm. Because the feeling is the same. You're feeling the exact same way when you're nervous and you're excited. It's that fight or flight response that's like, yo, you got to get out of here before Mm -hmm. something happens. Mm -hmm. And I just learned how to change what I would say about it. So like every time I'd, you know, get in front of some people, I'd start feeling the Ooh, the little trickly trickly is all over you mm-hmm. and then i'd be like oh i'm excited like yeah and that i would hype myself up i would i would just reframe it and yeah yeah, yeah that's that's dope um took me a while to do that to learn that for me though um <clears throat> i used to play in church oh drums hey for for that that many years um and there was a couple of times where there was like special events like huge event where like a couple thousand people would be there we will rent out like a convention center and bro, we will be backstage. I'll be like, and my dumb ass will drink one of these and make it worse. Uh, and I'll be like, all oh, like, you know, jittery, nervous, all that. And like, bro, like, yeah, I'll be so nervous, bro. And plus like, I was kind of like an interval still around those times, but fast forward, um, podcasting kind of brought me is. out. There it is. Brought me out of that whole shell, you know? I admit, when we first started podcasting, there was a lot of, uh, um, yeah, uh, 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 uh those yeah. stutters. That's normal. Mm-hmm. That's it's normal. normal. That's mm-hmm. normal. You're, you're practicing a new skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I still get a little bit, but not as bad as yeah. when I first started. No, that's good. That's and improvement. It's a learning mm-hmm. experience. The, your talk, your flow, your words, your, like, how to bring up topics or questions whatever Mm -hmm. how to talk to someone Mm -hmm. that you barely met Mm -hmm. like when we first met Mm -hmm. and kind of dropped me out into um uh what's that Uh, introvert and then uh 
extrovert. Extrovert. There yeah. you go. It escaped my mind right now. But it's dope. I'm learning. I'm learning how to talk to people now. Learning how to talk to people that I look up to. Hell um, yeah. That I you prior I would probably be so nervous trying to talk to these people. Absolutely. Like at the karaoke place, uh there was it was like a huge podcaster there. I were super big, right? And I was with the guys and I was not nervous at all. Oh, good. I, I literally told the guys, I was like, they showed up. They're here. And I told the guys, I'm going to go introduce myself. Mm. All right. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, you that's know? right. That's progress yeah. right there, man. And like, he was the main dude. Mm. He was the main dude. I went straight to the main guy. Like, that's the guy. Was that Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, me too, man. I love Joe that'd, Rogan. That'd be awesome. But it's so dope. But yeah. um, literally, and then um, my brother and Anthony, they, they followed through. They were behind me like, let's go together. Mm. But I, I, I took the initiative, you know, took the opportunity. Like, I'm going to go meet this guy. Yeah. Come with me, mm. you know, type thing. And that's exactly what happened. And like the old Ramsey mm -hmm. probably would not do that. Yeah. He would have been shaking in the back. I'll be right there, <laughs> like, oh, oh no, what no. am I doing here? You know? Oh, yeah. bro. Why am I here? That's awesome, though. You know? No, yeah. I, uh, but I, I got a huge tip for you then, uh, uh -huh. just because this is my secret. I'm giving, Ooh. I'm giving away my trademark secret to everybody that's right scary. here, that's live scary. in this podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, because you had said something like, how do, you, how do you ask questions to somebody you've never met before? And like the idea of thinking of what you're going to say next and all of that. Um, a lot of times, like you said, you feel the nerves, you, when, especially when you're in front of somebody you've never met before. Uh, and the nerves, you're more focused on the nerves and you're focusing on what to say. Mm. So the idea, at least my idea, and this is what most people will say when they first meet me, they're like, bro, like, I feel like you're my cousin or my long lost friend or something. And it's because of that. Anytime I ever approach somebody, I treat them like I've known them for years. Mm. Like in my brain, I'm already like, oh, I, I've been your best friend for years, Ramses. So because of that, like, why is there like a wall between us? Ah, and uh, it's again a mental game. Like you yeah. have to, you have to be able to <clears throat> believe it because it's not enough to say. You can't just be yeah. like, well, I'm your best friend. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, you, you have to be like, oh, bro, how do you act in front of your best yeah. friend? Yeah. How do you how do you maneuver around him? How do you talk to your best friend? How do you you know like. You just act like it. Yeah. And when you act like it, then you then you are it. And yeah. then therefore, you, there's no struggle. There's no more thinking. There's no more guessing. It's just natural. Like you said, mm -hmm. you and Irvin have been talking outside of the podcast for a long time now. So there's a little bit more uh, level of comfort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But if, like I said, if you were on my podcast... Hey, it's coming uh, soon. <laughs> uh, you know, you'd probably be like, "Oh shit, it's, it's Omar, and I've never been on his podcast. And, and, yeah. and then you just tell yourself... Oh, he's my bro. Yeah. I've yeah. been bros with him for years now. Mm. Even if it's not true, you just feel it, and it is. Yeah. No. I, yeah. And you also have to have natural charisma too, as far as like if you're going to develop those skills. <laughs> uh, charisma kind of like feeds into the idea that you're confident enough in yourself for the person that in, is in front of you to actually actually see it as well. So if mm -hmm. if I have if I'm nervous and I'm I don't even know what I'm going to say next, and you're I'm kind of leaving you in the just the the dark as far as like okay that was the question and now please keep going and i'm just literally just sitting here yeah. it's gonna make you nervous and it's just gonna be awkward yeah so yeah. It, it's just that idea just, too but i <laughs> yeah i think omar has natural charisma i think he's just the that type of person that he yeah. just has energy he to does. just give out um and i think you get energy from conversations though like i do 
I wake up. Yeah, you wake I, up. I wake the fuck I, I up. Hope, dude. I hope you wake up. <laughs> no, yeah. I can literally be. Actually, it's funny because I will make that excuse sometimes. Like, oh, I'm too tired to go. I'm too tired to do this. And then the minute I'm in it, I'm like, yo, what yeah, is yeah. up? I'm here. Yeah. I'm awake. What's up? Let's party. Yeah. Let's yeah. do something, man. Yeah. yeah. But I've always known him to be that way, though. He's always been that person where he, it's easy for him just to talk to you, even if you're not even talking. Bro, but this is what I'm saying. It's because since I was a little kid, mm -hmm. that's just what I've always like. Anytime I'd approach somebody, I'd be like, bro, I've already known you for years. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, I don't even remember how that happened. I, I want to say it was unconscious just because I wanted people to like me. Yeah, so it's it like, be. you know, I was like, oh, I want you to like me. How do I make you like me? Well, if I'm your friend, you'll like me, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. how that works. So are you saying you're wanting the spotlight or are you saying you're almost like a people pleaser kind of thing? I think it came from people pleasing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely know I have I, people, people <laughs> tendencies. Because <laughs> I remember when I first met you, it was at an event or at a party or whatever it was. And back then I was very reserved, like to the point oh, where- Oh yeah, absolutely. Back then I was to the point where it almost seemed like I didn't even like you for the first time that I met you. Just because oh. I was that guy that just- Mean resting bitch face. Literally did not <laughs> want to see or look into your eyes. I was that guy. I was like, literally just, I didn't want to be around people Yeah. to that extent where I know that's where I, I, I could say now that, it could have been viewed that way, you know, like, oh, he's just that type of guy that he just, I don't know, he looks annoyed or something, you know. Yeah. But when I met Omar, like I said, I didn't even have to say anything. Like, I stayed just as quiet. He was just talking. I think he was just talking to himself, to be honest with you. <laughs> but he was at least talking, you know. He was. He's not wrong. I probably he, was. He was just talking, you know. He might have been talking to me, and I might have been just acting like I was listening. Because then back then, I would say I was listening, but it would have seemed via my body language or my face or even the responses that I was giving him, it would have seemed that I didn't even want to talk to him or I was ignoring him. But he's that type of guy, regardless if if with the podcast or conversations or if he's in the street or whatever, because he's he just wants to have a conversation. Oh, bro, I love people like you, though. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh, back in that day, I was like, oh, dude, the dude's like shut off like just not <laughs> talking to nobody hold on let me see if i can open them up <laughs> hey. uh, so i just yeah i just that's what i'm saying no 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 that that kind of stuff yeah i, I love that shit yeah. because again that gives me an opportunity uh for one to take you out of your box yeah, yeah. but also i appreciate your box because it's like oh dude like we talked about how maybe you know i i maybe what the fuck am i talking about because i was a people pleaser you know because of my background because of the way i grew up like that's how I learned how to talk to mm. people and be charismatic and have confidence because it was like, bro, if I fuck up in one way, you're going to like excommunicate me from the tribe and I won't survive. Mm -hmm. And so these people, pe people pleaser tendencies would come out and I'd be like, okay, this is survival now. Mm. But when you don't have that, you also learn something, a very, 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 very helpful skill, which is boundaries. Mm. Understanding that, bro, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, I don't want to do that. Why mm -hmm. would I do that? And and it, it, that's that's again confidence for me is mm -hmm. to say, you know what? No, I, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna go do this instead. Yeah. And you know what? If I don't feel like entertaining your bullshit, I won't. Yeah. And that's not something I learned until later on yeah. in life. Which shit, I'm still learning. So it's like, it, you know, it's give and take, man. Well, yeah. Double-edged sword right? with everything. Yeah, and right? no, I, I think you had brought up something as far as like circumstantial, as far as like where you're. I guess your understanding of a conversation was led into as far as like how you, your background of growing in the household, you know, like basically that, con 
level of confidence or a level of just wanting to please somebody, it was a circumstance that some people may look down onto it, but basically became this person, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know? So if yeah. you like what you see, then it's like, oh, then there was no negativity. Yeah, exactly. There was nothing bad about what happened. Exactly. And in the same circumstances how we met, because we always talk, <laughs> we always bring up that that topic, yeah. you know, as far as like how I met Omar and I don't think they listen to my podcast. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they, Omar, you could tell a story, por favor, because uh, it's harder for me to spew out information that I don't really care about. No, totally. Yeah, so yeah. Fine. So like my boy, like I said, he was dating a very close, close family. Yeah, but switch friend. it to your face, Oh, sorry. Favor. That's right. You want to see me. That's right. No, yeah. This, oh. Give me the laughter. Oh, dude. Hold on. Oh, oh, that's oh the wrong class. one. Oh, no. The- there you go. Oh, bro. So like I said, very close family friend. I mean, like these people took care of me uh, and most mostly my little siblings. Story time. uh, But but these people, like I said, they were they were very involved in my family. We were close family friends up until, I don't know, a few years ago. And, you know, it's family stuff. So it was kind of like, okay, we there was a separation. But for the most part, like, you know, I grew up with these kids. I grew up with this, you know, essentially ex-girlfriend. And that's how I essentially met him at this party. I was like, oh, bro, what's up? Uh, Like, I've never seen you before. I think it was a graduation party. (laughs) (laughs) It was a graduation party. That's right. And I was like, oh, you know, I think you were, yeah, you were the one with the guitar. And no, she had brought it up. She brought it out. Yeah, she brought it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was basically showing me off. That's what it was, bro. And I was still a novice. I was still a novice at playing guitar. So I was like, bro, that's why I wanted to get to know him. Cause I was like, Hey, maybe Uh, you, maybe you have some knowledge or something cool that you can show me. And from there, the friendship popped off, but like, yeah, man, that, that whole situation and, and them not approving of you and, <laughs> and constantly talking shit about you. Like, tell them, though. Tell them. Oh, can, can I? Can I? Tell them, no, bro. Dude. Oh, man. It was a shame, dude. Like I said, it was because of his, you know, immigrant background. They were just ah. like, este inmigrante no te va, no te va a cuidar. They're pretty much not going to take care of, you know, yeah. this individual, like my family friend, which, I, I mean, yes, they were they were pretty well off i want to say they were pretty well off you know they had uh, a, okay. they had a daycare and everything and they're making 10 g's a month type uh, thing so like you know but they come from a similar background they were immigrants as mm-hmm. well yeah and they're, they the, uh, people that have forgot about their past exactly and and that's i guess where the real sadness from all of this from because mm-hmm. it's like dude like did you forget mm-hmm. did you forget where you came from mm-hmm. and and because of that, I was like, oh, this is kind of fucked up. Why are you treating him this way? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why, again, I'm still friends with him. You know, I don't really, they still ask about me because my sister still talks to them. But, like, I don't talk to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a, not not a falling out, but more like a, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go do my own mm-hmm. thing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, for personal reasons, maybe I'll talk about it in another podcast. Hey. Uh, but Thank right you. now is Irvin's spotlight uh. because, <laughs> because of this event, though. Irvin is where he's at. You know, that motivation to, to you know what? Okay, I don't want just to be an immigrant with no money that can't take care of my wife or kids or buy a house or do any of that type of stuff that, again, is the reason why they didn't approve of him in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt that type of judgment. I still do. Like, you know, when, <laughs> when I'm like thinking about, hey, what if I talk to a lady? You know, first <laughs> thing comes in conversation is where you live. I'm like, oh, shit, with my mom. And then they're like, oh. Oh, okay. So you're broke. Or if I tell them I'm a musician, it's same exact thing. Oh, I'm playing guitar. And they're just like, oh, then you definitely don't have money because you're not famous. If mm-hmm. you were playing guitar and famous, that's a different story, mm-hmm. you know, but 
for the most part, you know, they, they don't really care about your feelings. Yeah, uh, yeah. At least, at least people who are searching for material wealth. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna discredit the whole world and say there aren't people out there that would marry you if you're poor. Maybe there is, but like I haven't met them, or else I'd be married, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> 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 Welcome to my TED talk. No, no, but but genuinely, I think you you made the best out of that situation, yeah. Irvin. Because out of everybody that's known you, you know, I don't know how many people you have now from from that time that still know you. But like, I look at Irvin and I'm just like, holy shit, dude! Like, if if I could tell that guy. You know, go back in time yeah. and be like, bro, Irvin, like, don't trip, dude. Fucking break up with her. <laughs> go fucking use that as motivation. Like, yeah, you're going to be yeah. all right. Yeah, like, yeah. it'd be trippy, yeah. I think, if you if you can go back in time and tell yeah, yourself Yeah, it would be, be very interesting for me to actually kind of, like, see myself as far as, like, I, I guess my visual, you would never tell where I was at in my head, you know, because it does it does affect you as a, as a person. I would say not just as a guy, as a girl, if you're kind of always being put down in a way where, like, because of circumstances that have nothing to do with your decisions as far as like where mm -hmm. you were born or mm -hmm. uh, what type of careers you could get into. Because at the time I couldn't find, a, I couldn't find work. Like I was, no. I think I had just, I maybe I did a year or two uh, out of high school and she had, was just graduating high school at the time. And I understood that I was two years or three years apart from her. And the conversation was always, no, I don't want you to be with her because you are wanting to get married because you're older than her. And in my head, I'm like, bro, I wasn't even halfway. To, I'm not <laughs> even close to thinking this way, mm -hmm. you know? So I understand now because when Hispanic families are very, very strict when it comes to certain things, when it comes to their daughters, which mm -hmm. I understand now back then I understood, but not to the point where it was being disowned as far as like, we're going to treat you this way because of things you have no control over. Mm -hmm. That was that was basically my only. I I wouldn't say I have any type of resentment anymore because it was such a long time ago. Yeah. Um. Back in the day, I would say it was more of. A, uh. Uh. I, I guess it, it was more. I understood, but I didn't understand because I was so young. Yeah. And like Omar said, because of circumstances, you could either look at them in a way where it could maybe lead you into this victim mentality. Yeah. But for me, it was more like, you know what? I hear what you're saying and I see what you're doing. So let me at least show you what you're basically not showing me via your respect. Yeah. So from there, I basically, like he said, I used it as motivation, not only in that relationship because it happened frequently and that's kind of where my mentality kind of goes off of when it comes to like traditional family values and traditional gender roles and all that stuff because it's it's when you have it easy you're not going to live that experience because right now society is basically everything's comfort you know everything's mm. really comfort uh comfortable as far as like how we live our lives and how we and even though we were kind of like um having this conversation about california and all this stuff but still there's two there's a lot of people that are still living at home you know not because of circumstances because of their, their comfort is so comfortable at home and it's everything's given to them everything's provided mm -hmm. so when you live that type of lifestyle even when you're at that age you start to look at the world a little bit differently and i think that's where everything is now kind of going towards right now yeah. because everything is comfortable for both gender parties men and women and unfortunately, it, it's not until you start 
becoming or wanting to become the man or the woman that you want to become into as far as like if you want to get married or you want to fall into a relationship like omar saying like if he finds a girl right now and she likes him genuinely there's always going to be a timeline for him because he's going to be looked at oh you're going to need to provide something for me long term because women don't normally they normally don't go into a relationship thinking oh i'm just going to date him for like three months or six oh, months no. you know yeah. they're thinking longevity yeah that's kind of their mentality like unless they're young that's what i'm saying when 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 you're young and dumb it's all about love yeah you when you're younger I mean? of course you're you're not thinking that far ahead and no. of course my relationship started very young you know that was one of i think that was like as far as like we actually lasted a good minute it was like yeah two you to, did two to three years yeah wow. and it was just all it was a lot to take in bro like i got stories <laughs> oh bro like <laughs> I, I had a similar it's funny when when i I almost said the name when I, almost, but in that situation, in that household, I lived something similar too. Uh, I was going to say the last relationship I was in was about, Oh my Lord, about seven years ago, eight years ago now. Wow. And yeah, it's, it's, I've been out in the desert uh, Literally. It's, it's been for a long time now, but before then, you know, I, I think I was like 24. I was dating someone who was 21 and uh, she still lived at home. But, you know, her dad, her dad was like the sergeant chief of, you know, oh, Antelope Valley mm, uh, Sheriff's Office, all of that. And uh, they lived in a very nice place. And I just remember just, oh, they just did not like me. They mm. disapproved of me. They Does her just, name start with a T? No, 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 oh, okay, no, no, okay, no, okay, okay, no, 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 I'll tell you later. I'll okay, tell you the okay, name okay. later. Okay, I was like, uh, after, after yours, Omar, I'm, I'm going to say one too. Please, yeah, because again, uh, yeah. we, we need to let them know out there yeah. that, you know what, uh, yeah. that our intentions are, our intentions are good. Yeah, it's yeah. just circumstances will will say otherwise. Like, yeah. hey, man, I, I I was just trying to provide this girl some love, you know, like <laughs> some, hey, loving. some love, <laughs> you know, and oh, the, the mom was the worst, man. I was like, it's, <laughs> it's funny because they were, they were mixed, you know, the, 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 the mom was like Polynesian and the dad was white mm. and oh my God, they just hated me cause I was brown. I mean, technically I'm white, but <laughs> I, for all you who don't know, I'm Mexican. I'm full Mexican. My parents came from whoa, Jalisco, whoa, whoa. Guadalajara. Hey. So, hey, that's whoa, whoa, whoa. like straight, straight across the border. Uh, and they knew that. Mm -hmm. And they, even though I don't have an accent, I don't look it, I don't talk it, you know, like unless I speak Spanish, most people don't even know. Mm -hmm. They just were like, oh, he's Mexican? <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm like, dude, the mom's Polynesian. What's going on, dude? Mm -hmm. So all to say is your intentions can be good, but sometimes the outside world will tell you, no, 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 no. I don't know why you think that. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. Yeah. And I, I think for guys, we realize those those things a lot sooner than, and I'm going to, this going to sound sexist, but women, because we're the ones looked at as a certain means of providing Mm -hmm. um, even though women are working more and they're going to college more, but yet they're still wanting to look at their equals as far as like when they fall into a relationship, you're either going to be in the same circumstances of finan finances, or if not, I want you a little bit better than where I'm at. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be where you're going to be, I'm going to take care of you unless I see some potential that you're doing something that potential as far as like the, the potential of you making more money or you actually having something in in mind in, in the line. future yeah mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah and i like i said the the experiences that i had in the beginning basically built calluses for me to say hey i get it i understand it sucks so let me just focus and that's mm. it like that there that's was right there was no distractions anymore as far as like i i get how it works because i live 
it directly to the point where, man, it was just, it was bro. bro and you know what? And we're both sensitive. You know, we played the guitar. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're musicians. We're creatives. <laughs> we're creative. So it was like, oh, dude, like, what's going on? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know, and you just get a little colder. Yeah, yeah. You just get a little colder. Yeah. And then you're cold. <laughs> and then you're cold. <laughs> but yeah, it happens. You know, like, but like, that's what I mean. You could look at it as a down. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, or if I didn't, I wouldn't have gone through that. I wouldn't have never met Omar either. There you go. And that's an upside. Hey. If I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't have understood, hey, there are still people like that as far as like, they are just ignorant, you know, in that sense. I'm like, I understand where the culture is because mm. I'm literally that culture as far as like Hispanic culture. I understand that I'll probably be very strict if my, my future daughter <laughs> comes in with this guy, you know, like, but I'm also going to view him as far as like, okay, what is he doing? There you go. You know, what exactly, what are his plans? And unfortunately, I had known that family for years, like yeah. I'm going to say a decade at least. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they had just met me like a year prior, a couple months prior. They literally saw me growing up as a little kid to a teenager, mm -hmm. to a young adult, to then being in my early 20s. So for me, it felt like, OK, where where exactly are you seeing this type of treatment that you're giving me to be then? Uh, I guess respected in other eyes because it wasn't just me seeing this. It was basically the people around us. And I remember when it, when it ended, there were so many people that said, man, I am so happy that you guys are no longer together. And unfortunately this is going to sound very mean and hopefully I don't really care if they do listen or not, but the, the community around us, as far as like with, when we were around that community, they were saying, man, I'm so happy that you're no longer with her because that family is trouble like literally giving me a warning afterwards i'm like where was, where, where was where were you before yeah where was the warning before i actually <laughs> fell into <laughs> this but it happens you know like we were so young i was young mm -hmm. you know like i didn't i didn't, wasn't thinking that far ahead like i was like they said that they were already thinking that i was gonna get married and all this other stuff I'm like bro i'm barely trying to get through college you know <laughs> like that's where my mentality was like i don't have a dollar because i can't work and that's kind of where I started pushing the guitar lessons. I started building my businesses There you go. because of that whole argument as far as like they're only judging me based off of not my character, but based off of what I could provide. And that's where my focus then led into. I'm like, this has to mean something, even if it's negative, you know, but mm -hmm. unfortunately that's how as guys we learn too. Mm -hmm. we have to learn off of circumstances that are like that in order for us to actually kind of go and actually do the things that we need to do because they are hard. You know, if we live a comfortable life, we're going to just kind of live a comfortable lifestyle yeah. that we're no longer going to push ourselves to live uncomfortably to get what we need to get to. Ooh. And then like, that's what I mean. Like we're, we live in a comfortable yeah. society. So mm -hmm. That's what it is. Now, everything's led of utopian mindset. You know, everybody's very mindful as far as like your feelings, my feelings and everything, which is fine. But without the idea of like, hey, I need to tell you the truth. And unfortunately, it's going to sound mean right now. And it may hurt, but it's also it could provide you that boost of energy or that boost of motivation to get you going mm -hmm. where you need to go. And that's kind of where I feel I, I, I do feel gratitude towards those circumstances that have happened in my life. And like I said, that wasn't just the only relationship that's happened. It's like literally before her, there's another family, not as bad though. It wasn't as bad, but it led up to that, you know? And then from there, same thing. Like my, my relationships were always long-term. They were always like the two to three years. 
And then, but once it started hitting the two to three, that's right. That's where they start thinking, okay, where is this going? What could he provide for me? Where are we going in life? And if we have kids and then if what the, the would have started popping up rather than, Oh, it's just romanticized. Like I just, I'm happy to be around you. And that's all it is. It's all fantasized later on. It gets a little bit more dense. I'm like, okay, yeah. Could he really provide if I, if we have a kid right now, mm-hmm. or could he buy a house if we ha- or could we rent a house? You know, like, so for me now it's more, okay, that's what life is. You know, unfortunately it is what it is for a guy. I know there's going to be a lot of arguments as far as like, oh no, it's not like that anymore and blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately reality literally shows you if you experience it. And if you're given things because there are circumstances that if you have a family that could give you stuff, kudos to you, but you can't make the argument towards the opposite. You know, because I wasn't given things, you know, I had to provide the things for me, like my first cell phone, my first car, my first, like literally I had to pay yeah. everything from the beginning. I relate to you, Irvin, you know that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people that can't relate to it and they'll make the argument I'm like, no, that's not how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like you were given things just based off of the, the foundation of just getting good grades, yeah. you know, like, oh, congratulations, you got an A+. Plus. We're going to give you a new cell phone. I'm like, I got good grades. I ain't get shit. I'm like, you got good grades because you got good grades because you wanted to get good grades and that's it. That's right. Or if you're going to graduate, you're going to graduate because it's going to benefit you. And there is no lead into like, hey, we're going to treat you to a vacation in Europe or we're going to treat you to a new car. There was none of that. And there are people that have lived that, which congratulations. At one point, I would want to give that type of uh, experience to my kid in certain circumstances, I guess. But I understand that those people don't understand that lifestyle that I lived or what you lived or what Omar lived to the point where now they're making the argument like, oh, that's how how the real world works. And it's not like that. Men aren't going to be the providers or men aren't looked at as the providers or men don't have to be equal to women in order for them to respect the woman to the man. (laughs) You know, it's just like the 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 hypocrisy i would yeah. say yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it just is. it's just very very dense right now mm. to the point where now young men are listening to this and now they're hitting their late 20s their late 30s their late or their mid 35s 40s and they're still in that mentality i'm like well understand you were listening to the wrong knowledge to the point where you believed it so much you defended it so much in your head that just being yourself doesn't mean anything to the opposite sex Mm-hmm. You have to become something more. You have to become way, you have to amplify the the better side of yourself. That's right. So that you could be attracted to that person that you want because mm-hmm. you could attract a whomever. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Like, like whoever you want to attract, you're going to attract. You're going to attract. But, but if you want to attract a girl with good values, a good with go. morals, yeah. like literally, a, a, I would say a spouse with long-term actual goals, then you're going to need to become that. Your tier. best self. Exactly. The best self. Yeah. Not uh, but, but Ramses, you you had a you had a story. No story oh, yeah. time. I gotta go I to the could. bathroom, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it on you. Okay? Right, <laughs> tell, Ariana the she wants to, tell Ariana if she wants to sit in for a bit. Oh, is she still <laughs> put it on the white. Put it on the white, bro. On the white. The the, the white only, one. I was just trying. Oh my bad. Yeah. No, just go through, bro. Just go through, bro. Just, just go through. <laughs> <laughs> Almost going to the bathroom, and then I'll probably go next because I need to go back to the <laughs> I think we're we're all gonna go. <laughs> Forever, but, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but um, story, another story. Uh, I relate to yours heavy and Omar's as well, too. It's made me think of this one situation I had 
Um, <laughs> no, go through, go through. No, go through. Ariana. Ariana's in the house. Ariana on the switches. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I had I was dating a chick, right? Uh-huh. Her, her, their parents. Hold on, before I before you get into it. Ariana, push number four. There you go, everybody. Hey, Ariana's hey. in the house. Omar had to go pee. Oh. Omar had to go number two. So uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we were going to wait for a minute. Uh, thank you, Ariana, for making the little switch. Uh, she just came from Ikea because hey. we are actually de- redecorating the room next door to us. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll get it done after we're yeah, done with this podcast. Look real cool. Yeah, real cool. So <laughs> Decorating. Yeah. So story time with Ramses. Right, yeah, I'll but, make it quick, you know. No, no, go for it. Take your time. Uh, well, any, I was just, I was saying I was dating a chick. I was under the impression too after a while that I think her parents hated me, mm-hmm. right? Because of my situation too, like like I I come from an immigrant family, you uh-huh. know, and all that. I'm an immigrant myself too. So on, by default, right there, they started looking down on me, uh-huh. right, because of the circumstances yeah. and that. But um, I remember she, it was no hate on on my ex-girlfriend there's no hate on her mm-hmm. it was her parents bro mm. that was crazy so they made us break up eventually right i'm just gonna skip everything they made us break up right okay. so we break up uh i think about a year after we break up something happens tell us um i get a random yeah, call yeah what happened i get a random phone call okay. And it, I believe it's her, my ex, and her mom in the car outside in front of my house. Dun, dun, dun. And they're like, are you home? I'm like, yeah. I, we, haven't, we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, like, yeah. why are you calling me? Yeah. You know? And, um, and then it's her mom. She, she passes the phone to her mom. Oh, by the way, she calls and she's like crying or mm. something like that. And then she passes the phone to her mom and she's like, hey, can you come outside? Like, can we go talk somewhere? Mm-hmm. Random, super random. Keep in mind, I haven't talked to them because they made us break up. Mm-hmm. It was like a year prior, mm-hmm. so I was like so random. I was like, "What the heck is going on? Did somebody die or something?" Mm-hmm. You know, like that. So, like my dumbass <laughs> goes outside and gets in the car, uh-huh. and then we drive to um, a McDonald's. Mm. Right, we end up talking there. Delicious. Did they kidnap but, you? But I know, dude, it was so <laughs> sketchy. We have sound effects, sorry, if you want to. <laughs> Omar's back. Hold on. Oh, Omar, no, could you sit on the couch? No, no, sit on the couch after he's done with the story. Sit on mine because I need to go bathroom too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're in McDonald's, right? And we're talking. Uh-huh. And I noticed something about my ex. What? She's pregnant. <gasps> Yeah. Ariana, the sound effect, the sound effect. <laughs> Whichever one, just push one. <laughs> there you go. That there was a good go. one. There that was go. a good one. Wah, wah, wah. That was a good one. There you go. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I noticed she's pregnant and she's out crying and everything. And then, um, <laughs> give me keep it short. Um, her mom flat out tells me, "Do you still have feelings for her?" Hell no. And and I was like, if you do, you know, like I think you guys should be get getting back together. Mm-hmm. And this is what I said. I was like. The audacity for you to tell me this. Mm. <laughs> the nerve. The revenge. Yeah. I, I took heavy revenge, bro. bro I have the same that story. That was the opportunity for me to take revenge. I and I took it. I have the same story. And I took you it. You have the same story? Similar story of revenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, 
the revenge. What the heck? Yeah, bro. The um, things that guys go through. <laughs> the things we have to go through sometimes, you know? <laughs> Keep going. Um, so I told her, aren't you the one that made us break up in the first place? Mm -hmm. I told her. It was you, uh -huh. you know? And why did you make us break up? Because of my circumstance, I uh -huh. told her. That like, you guys didn't never like me to begin with, uh -huh. you know? You thought she wasn't gonna have no future because of like because of my circumstance yeah, and yeah. all this, and now because she's at at her probably the bottom of her you know my mm -hmm. her whole life, you guys have the nerve to come from looking for me mm -hmm. to pick up your baggage because yeah. of her decisions, yeah. Yeah. like the nerve. Yeah, Wait, she know? was like showing pregnant. Yeah, she was showing. She yeah. it was like months. Damn. Yeah. Oh, so this was child, months right? after. No, this is a year after they broke up. This is no, it was a year after. Yeah. And then I get a random call and, you know, and it, that's when, you know, I made up with them. Like so they that. knew that you weren't the father and they were just... Yeah. They, no, no, yeah, obviously yeah, not. They knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously they, not. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were just trying to have him... <laughs> they were trying to get you... Yeah. To pick up the baggage yeah. and wow. take over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were trying to make me do that. Wow. Yeah. And, and um, but... I was more, I was just mean towards the mom though. Good. Oh, absolutely. Only to her. You tell us. Yeah. <laughs> and then to my ex, I was like, look. The dad doesn't care. Usually. The dad wasn't even there, bro. Yeah, Probably didn't saying. even know. Yeah. And then uh, I, I let the moms have it, bro. You know, I told her. But then I went to my ex. I'm like, hey, but you didn't do nothing to me. You know, because at the, at the end of the day, they made us break up. Mm -hmm. You didn't do anything to me. Mm -hmm. How old were you? Uh, I was probably like early 20s. Oh. Yeah, probably like 21, yeah, 22 same. ish. Happy yeah. Same. Yeah. And then same age. I remember I told her, I was like, I could be your friend though. Yeah. You Damn. know, if you need a ear, uh, I mean, uh, like something to, listen to, to talk to, you know, I'll listen. You know? That's sweet. But yeah. Because, yeah. because, nice. like, <laughs> Urban's over there some struggling. Guy, I can tell I, he needs to pee. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep going. I want to listen to this. But, um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna be an asshole to her because she didn't, didn't do, she didn't do anything to me, right? Uh huh. You know, yeah. I was only an asshole to her mom because yeah. she <laughs> she did something, she to, did something to me, right? Right. Yeah. No, it happens though. Like it, it's unfortunate that there are people that are gonna be that judgmental, and I get it. Like I said, at some point, m my future daughter, if I do have a daughter, there's gonna be a time where she's gonna date, and hopefully, if she, you know, like she graduates high school without getting pregnant. You know, there there's going to be that that talk, you know, like she's going to bring a guy that will potentially have, you know, like his uh, his stuff together. And, you know, like I will have to see it circumstantial, you know, like if you're a guy in your early 20s, you're not going to have stuff to provide for a young mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because we're being told that to date our age, but it doesn't work that way because we are seeing even at that age already, you need to get your shit together. Or if not, we're going to judge you, you mm -hmm. know, and it's unfortunate because we date younger and then we're saying, oh, no, she's too young and she's too vulnerable or she's way too this or that. And you're taking advantage. I'm like, OK, I can't date at my age when I was in my early 20s because you didn't want me to date her because I didn't have nothing to provide. But now that I have something to provide, you're asking me to date my age when I know I'm, I may want to have kids or I may want to have family. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work either way. So you have to make up your own mind as far as like what you're going to do with your life as a guy. Yeah. And like I said, we live two different experiences, you know, like, and those experiences that you lived, I lived, Omar lived, 
either make you into a weak man, which then you become the victim of your own, I guess, experience, or mm -hmm. you become the, the hero in your story as far as like, I remember that and I'm never going to live that experience again mm -hmm. and just like you you had your little revenge moment but i had revenge you know like your experience of like okay i remember that conversation vividly and i remember i have exactly similar experience of that experience as far as like a talk yeah. with the mom exactly not she didn't get pregnant <laughs> that that that's that didn't lead up to that point <laughs> Just fast forward, we had broken up two months. After those two months, remember how I said they didn't want us to date? We dated technically behind their backs for like two to mm. three years. Mm -hmm. Once we dated, once we broke up, it was literally because the mom was so embedded in her head that, oh, I saw Irvin talking to a girl in the parking lot of ABC. And so she would always put in like little stories in uh, the girls. Wait, which girl is this? Oh, this was when I got, I was like, Whoa. I was like 22 or 21. Yeah, um, Who is that? I don't want to say her name. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say her name. Uh, we, we ain't name dropping here. We're not, we ain't yeah, name dropping. Yeah. Um, they still live out here. That's fine. And yeah. I, and actually I yeah. do have their family members that do message me. Uh, the guys though. Uh, uh, yeah. Not the, not the brothers though. The, the cousins, the, uncles. the, the cousins and the uncles. Exactly. So they, they always compliment everything that I do. Yeah. which i like and like i said they had nothing to do with the negative negative uh ex my experience i guess within that family but like i said that mom literally just had always something negative to say either in front of me or in front of people which made it worse and i remember when we broke up it happened already i kind of already saw it coming it, it was what it was you know like yeah. things happen luckily i didn't fall in love with the girl because yeah. that would have sucked i just had feelings for her but it wasn't that type of affection towards her because it was just it, it was just too much once we broke up literally two months later she was already with someone else and we had we were going to the same church and the mom comes up to me all willy-nilly and super nice oh and God. basically told me <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm free, I'm just, tell me I'm about that bro. and i was with my friends like i said i was young i was in my early 20s 21 22 so I was with my friends, group of friends. I was talking to them. So it was in front of people. She came up to me. So I was already talking to a group of uh, my friends. And she came up to me and basically said, we, are you available this Saturday? So it was Sunday. She was talking about the following Saturday, this Saturday coming up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm available. And because at the time I was doing sound at the church and I was also playing guitar. Okay. There was always events coming up. So I was always up for doing whatever they needed at the time. And she had mentioned her daughter's name in the way where I never heard her say her name. So I got confused to begin with. She said, Hey, this person's getting married. Are you okay to doing, or no, she didn't even say, are you okay? Um, could you do the soundboard? And then I got confused because of the way that she said the name, her daughter's name. Mm -hmm. And basically she's like, she yeah, yeah, basically it was very sweet. The way that she was talking to me <laughs> and, and then, yeah, exactly. And I had to repeat it in yeah. out loud to her. I'm like, I said the name. I'm like, are you who? And then who? I I said the Mike name. Jones. Who? Yeah. Mike Jones. And I said the name. She's like, oh, yeah, she's getting married this Saturday. Are you willing to do the soundboard? And just like you, in my head, I'm like, the audacity of this lady. The audacity, bro. To basically do all these things and say all these things while I was dating her daughter and then 
basically the whole idea was I don't want you to date my daughter because you you want to get married right away. Mm. And two months after we broke up, what happens? She's dating someone else. Now she's automatically engaged within that two month period that we had wow. broken up. And now she's going to get married. And now you're asking me to do the soundboard two months after. But did I, you do it? Hell no, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. So just like you, I let her had it. But the thing is, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I kind of blacked out. I yeah, just, I kind of blacked out. But I, I, did, I do remember the highlights. Dang, I do remember the highlights. <laughs> no, I... I yeah, so I blacked out because my friends around me, they basically started almost like... I remember... I don't want to say her name. She was next to me. She basically grabbed me by my arm and was like pushing me away. I just remember the lady crying. Cause I That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> wait, wait, well, hold on. Whoa. Did you yell at her? Or I basically had said everything that I was holding in with the, with whatever I was holding oh, in. Oh, but you just don't remember it. Because yeah, I don't remember. So, you were so angry. Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I basically blacked out as far as like, I don't remember the conversation. What was that thing you said that love? Love can't provide? Yeah, so, so basically, I do remember that. I basically had mentioned that I, I, something within the, the realm of, like, uh, how is she going to get married when knowing that love is going to provide her everything? And because we were so young she, at the time, she was uh, she had just graduated high school, so she was 19, uh-huh. and I was 23 or 20. No, I met her when she was 17, and I was 21, something like that. Uh-huh. And then we broke up three years after. So at least she was 19 or 20 at the time when okay. we broke up. So she was 20 and I'm pretty sure, I don't know how old the guy was. I never, I literally never paid attention to him. Like I said, two months, it was quick. I was like, she was already getting married. I was like, yeah. bro, two months yeah. after. Yeah. 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 But by, by the way, I have more to this revenge on my story. <laughs> There's <laughs> more, bro. Yeah. We want to <laughs> hear the revenge. Yeah. Hear revenge. There's more to the revenge. Yeah, but but like I said, it, it became more of the aspect that I do remember those experiences. Um, as far as like where, where my life led up to were from those experiences, you mm-hmm. know, like even from before that, um, relationship, I had another relationship was, not as dramatic with the parents, but it would always lead into the conversation. I'm like, oh, he comes from, you know, Mexico. He doesn't have a license. He can't work. Mm-hmm. Even though I was full-time student, even though I was trying my best to do what I can when it comes to the finances, when it came to prom, there was always, I always found a way to make money to then give her the... See, right there, to, right there. We, even though in our circumstance, we always found a way. Yeah, that's right. Si se puede. Yeah, exactly. Ponte los pilas. But of course, because <laughs> because it's so normalized just to do those small things and they're in their experience of living, for them, it didn't mean anything. Yeah. And it didn't mean nothing that I paid for prom, for the ticket, for my ticket. And those things were expensive back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever, the croissant thing, whatever. I literally paid for everything. And I couldn't even work. How did I do it? I found a way. Like, I literally found a way in I'm high saying. school. So those things, they didn't even understand how hard it was just to do small things like that. But it didn't matter because the, my experience with their experience is completely different. Like I said, the first relationship led into the same conversation. Second relationship led into the same conversation. Third relationship led to the same conversation. My last relationship, similar circumstance. Unfortunately, I was a little bit older to understand where it was leading to. Mm. Um, so I actually had to break it off before it led into basically uh, a loop of just arguing, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. right now, I, yeah, I'm making money. And yeah, now I'm kind of ready as far as like if they're 
a girl comes through and it's it's an actual long-term relationship mm -hmm. it will be a little bit different experience because now it's where i have my foundation already set yeah but i had to understand from that experience and from those experiences that's what you need to do first yeah in order for you to have a successful relationship as a guy unfortunately and there are arguments where like people will say no that's not how it works. So I'm like, oh no, uh, women are gonna provide for you too, or 50-50 or all that stuff, but there has to be 50-50. Back mm -hmm. then I had 50-50. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have 20, you know, 20-70, you know? Yeah. 20-80, your math is wrong. Yeah, exactly, my math is even off. <laughs> Sorry, I but that's what I mean, like you have to yeah. become that person in order for you to actually then get into the position that you wanna get into yeah. when it comes to, you know, relationships. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. You know, like I said, we live different experiences from other people. Um, not just the experience as far as being immigrants, but, mm -hmm. you know, being men and then being immigrants. And then of course, uh, understanding how women navigate to consciously or self-consciously. You yeah. have to understand that too. Cause there's going to be arguments with different people, different views and all that stuff. Uh, people want to go Dutch now, which is fine, which I, if you want to go Dutch with me, bro, the <laughs> mortgage, bro, it's expensive. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dutch? What is that? Dutch is going 50, 50. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically paying half and half. Yeah. Um, but even that half and half, there's always that, l there's the lead into if there's going to be a family, you're going to need to provide a little bit more because mm -hmm. she cannot work in that time span. Or if mm -hmm. she does, it's not going to be the equivalent if she didn't have a, uh, uh, if she wasn't pregnant. Mm -hmm. So you're going to need to pick up, you know, a little bit more. And you need to understand there's going to need to be savings be even beforehand in order for you even to think about having kids. Yeah. So it's no longer Dutch, regardless mm -hmm. of how you want to look at it or how you, your experience is. It's always going to be led up to you need to understand the safety net has to be there beforehand. So you have to put your priorities first and you have to sacrifice first. And if they are making good money, they don't have to sacrifice or even think about that safety net because they're already thinking, hey, I saw him. He's a safety net. So, and like I said, there, there are going to be arguments as far as like the, the whole idea of like, no, it's not really like that anymore. And, mm -hmm. you know, we now live in a comfortable society and it's, a, it's always been like that back in the day, 100%. But it always leads into the psychology of like, yeah. why, you know, like I'm not going to have my girl go through these experiences when I know I am healthy. I am, you know, like able-bodied. Yep. If I need to get two, three jobs so that she could live a comfortable life, if that's what she wants, or if that's what she wants too. Now, if she wants to go Dutch, bro, like, like <laughs> I said, she, you're more than welcome, bro. You're more than, but the door's open. Yeah. But that's an option though. That's, yeah. It's optional. It's Absolutely. it's just an option. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Omar, if you could please replace you me for a second, because I really need to go to the bathroom. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, time with Omar. Come on. You, you oh, tell me because oh, I missed most of it, but I got at the time. end of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, think, I think I understood what you were going okay. with, where it was like, okay, there was this girl in your life. You loved her. The parents were like, fuck you. Yeah. And then, and then she got <laughs> pregnant, and they were like, you know what? Never mind. We changed we change her mind. Pretty we much. Want, we want you to come back. Because Good sum up. Okay. Yeah. Just to sum up the story real quick. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So... That happened. Now, um, probably like a couple of years go by after that incident, you know? Yeah. A after the whole, we want you to come back yeah. and you're like the audacity. Yeah, yeah. After that, a couple of years rolled by, right? And uh, one day my mom, she tells me, guess who I saw at Vallarta? <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was like, who? Like, 
your ex's mom. Man. And she came up to me and said, hey, I just want to apologize to you and say, like, I was wrong about Ramon. My name is Ramon. Yeah. In case you guys didn't know. <laughs> In case you guys didn't know. I was like, I was, I was wrong about your son. Wow. Like that. I was like, that's amazing. Like, it tells me that tells me it's still. Um, she still thinks. About she's it. still thinking about it, and it's bothering her. Hey, that for what she did. You know what I mean? Good. After after <laughs> it was like two years after, right? Yeah, like that. And I was like, yes, I I, I I'm sorry. I I probably sound mean, you know. But I was like, <sighs> oh, like it's still there in her head, and it's bothering her. You know what I mean? That so what, what that was my mindset. Totally, you know? but I mean that that messed with you too, man. I prom I did it uh, mess with your self esteem for a while or what? It did, it did. It um when they when they were like when I would go to their house, um and, and I say this to the two guys, you know, like st stuff that we go through, you know, uh and I'm sure Irvin can relate to this because we you know we're very similar. Um we were talked down I was talked down a lot. Yeah. A lot because of my circumstance, you know. But I will find jobs here and there, and and the and um, like uh, about what, about my what my mom said in that time, and she she told me, do you know what else he she told me, like other than apologizing, she said I didn't know Ramsey was working. What? Like what? that? That's that was her words. Really? Yeah, and I'm like. I don't need your a validation. I don't need your confirmation or anything. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, you didn't know I was working. Yeah. Like, like when when I was with that chick, um, I had like dead end jobs here and there. Like, you know, I had a job here, I had a job over there. I was, but I was trying. That's the important you know? part. Yeah, and, and I, I guess they never saw that. Mm. You know, her parents they never saw that. Like, I was trying. You know. Well, see, that's that's the thing about trying or like at least for yeah. people who want or expect some something a certain way yeah uh if you don't have results fuck you yeah. like it's not about what you're what you're yeah. trying to do yeah where is it yeah and a lot of times people don't have i want to say the compassion yeah to say look i see i see you're struggling yeah. but your attitude and, and 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 the fact that you're doing something about yeah, the it convention they didn't see the convention no and mm -hmm. and because of that, it's but that's the entire world. The entire world doesn't care. Mm -hmm. uh, not not just again parents with daughters that are trying to protect. Yeah. It's you know if you go to a, a an office with a resume saying, look, I'm 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 trying to go to college. Like I'm doing this thing. Yeah. Can you give me a job at this office where yeah. uh, I need a degree? And they'd be like, what do you know, dude? Yeah. Bring the degree, and then I care about yeah. what you're doing or yeah. what you're saying or what yeah. what I can you know what you can provide to me. Yeah. And uh, that that's just a simple fact of life. Yep. No one cares what you say. Everyone cares what you do. True. And and if you don't have results, then I don't care about you. Yeah. That's yeah. what it, that's what it is. And and it's revenge. Part three. There's part three. Part three. Part three. Part three. Same person. Dang. Same this guy. Person. It's a trilogy. Um, it's gonna be a part four soon. It, it takes. It takes. She's <laughs> gonna come back for part four <laughs> after this airs. Yeah. It's a trilogy right here. Um, the revenge turns to a, a dark path now. Oh, oh, it gets dark. What? It gets dark. Oh, there's a spooky sound. Just press the spooky. Where's the spooky? There you go. <laughs> yeah, things get a little dark. Well, things that I found out, bro. 
about this oh. quote unquote moms. Uh, turns out I dodged a uh, uh, a, a big ass bullet, big bro, big. Um, come to find out that this lady was doing witchcraft, bro. What oh, the hell? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, she was a little bruja, bro. Hey, yeah, dude, like. I should have done this. I know, <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. And I like um I found out from like one of her like extended family from her side, like the mom's side or whatever. Like I was cool with the dude, but like like he's not close to that family at all because of all because that. Of that. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that told me. He's like, uh I don't did you ever knew this? Like you were with that chick for a while, like didn't you never got any like clues or hints or red flags here and there from the moms like bro she did witchcraft bro wow i was like oh my god dude i was like thank you like that gives me even more like weight off me like yeah. like like damn i freaking dodged the bullet bro yeah hell Dang, yeah so do you think she was doing stuff on you I don't think so. I turned out all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, what, what could the worst? What's the worst thing that, that she can do? Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. Make you shorter or uh, <laughs> stunt your? I don't. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't what? Think, Early balding. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Early balding. That's right. Damn. Yeah. Let's oh, see. Man. Take take off that hat. Take off. That hat. Oh, I still have hair. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah, good. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it. It. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with me, bro. <laughs> no. Well, that's good. So then that means it didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. That's another revenge right there. there it didn't you know. work, you little... <laughs> nah. Mm, <laughs> but yeah, bro, huh? Crazy, bro, though. And, uh, that's a crazy one for me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I've never dealt with... Uh, a bruja. bruja. <laughs> no. I've, I've, I've never dealt with the bruja before, but I, I know they exist, you know. They're uh, out there, bro. Yeah. And they, they, they look like normal people. They could you be one right here. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> they could be one right here. No. <laughs> no or a brujo. It, genuinely. No. And it's funny because it's always, yeah, like, again, uh, was she Catholic? Christian. Supposedly. Christian. Supposedly. Oh. Because I was going to say it's usually uh, Catholics. Yeah, yeah usually. Oh, interesting. That's, that's the... The hypocr hypocr hypocrite side of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yep. Hypocrisy. Yep. Hey, dude. That's that's a good story. That's there's deep stuff, but I you know we'll be here for five hours. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Does Irvin want another four hour podcast? <laughs> oh, you want your seat back, bro? Yeah. I I see why you like doing this. Right. It's sitting here. Hey, Omar, can you grab the the box downstairs or on the downstairs. the crate? Uh, so go to his side, grab the crate, grab an XLR, and literally grab the microphone from the other room and then sit on the seat. Oh, cool. There. Hey. This is the crate. Oh, we're making this a four-person podcast. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Grab an XLR. Off the rip. Grab, yeah, grab an XLR. The stand's already there. And then um, just plug it into the mixer. Off the rip, bro. Um, Ariana, as far as like what we're kind of talking, because this is, I don't think I, you've ever been on my podcast and I should probably put the headphones no. on. Yeah. Put on the headphones. Dang, Omar, you have a big old head. <laughs> Sausage though. <huh? laughs> um, hearing a guy's experience as far as like, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've never really kind of, sorry. Uh, plug, yeah, plug in. This the, is an authentic episode, you know, stuff going on, you know. <laughs> I love these kind of episodes. Yeah, right. It's well, it's a random uh, podcast to begin with. The yeah. backstory, as far as like why Ramses is here, because I know we were supposed to have Sarah, and I know I yeah. didn't want to have 
And thank Omar for making more noises over there. Um, it's all good. Authentic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a random thing as far as like uh, uh, I had spoken to Omar. I said, hey, she doesn't come through. I'm going to call Ramses right away. Uh-huh. I already know that you live fairly close and you're always down to do things. So it's, it's easier for me to kind of just like already have you in my mind because yeah. of that. Um, you know what to do, Omar. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do, Omar. But yeah. Um, so going back to what I was saying, uh, Ari, because I, I, I don't think I've ever have. Well, the last time that I had a girl, well, one, I haven't had a girl and then speaking relationships with on my podcast. As far as like, I don't really think we talk about our relationships on my podcast. How do we actually start these conversations? It's you. It's you. You with your emotions, bro. Oh, yeah. Mr. Emotion. There's nothing wrong with emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's nothing wrong with emotion, but but too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. emotion. Has to be balanced. That's yeah um but yeah uh, so on my pod it's it's always been fairly random as far as like when it comes down to the the when the conversations have been random right now or even the the people that have come through have only been off of the idea that i like having conversations with them but it's never been strategic as far as like the topics that are coming into my mind yeah um it's never it's never written down i know that's some something that certain people do on their podcast which is fine i, I like that format too omar if you want to get closer where the pillow's at oh, there oh, you go. Yeah. and then Look at that. I'm in the and hey. then ari uh could you go to number whatever microphone uh He's on. Just check us out. That's number four. Number That's probably gonna be number four. No, yeah, yeah, number four. Number four. Pick him up. Yo, yo, the fader. Keep. Do keep. I sound just fine. Yes, I do. Uh, no, I don't hear you. No volume. No, it's uh. Remember the fountain power? Yes. Do you remember how to get to it? Yes, kind of. Kind of. Just yeah. push number four. The the number. Number four. The number. on the fly. On the number fly. Microphone. Uh, condenser. Dynamic. There you go. That's what it was. There you go. Home. Let's see. And then click on it. How do I? There we go. go. Yeah, we got you. There. Yeah. I do remember how to do uh, it. He's learning. <laughs> he's a new tech guy. He's learning. There he you go. He knows more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, I have an unfair advantage. I'm a musician. You yeah. know, this oh. is our background. Oh, there you go. So I going guess. back to the question that I've been trying to ask for like at least the, the last five minutes. Ariana, sorry, as sorry, far sorry. as like hearing the stories that me and Ramses have, and I don't know if uh, Omar had just said a story of his own. Um, what are your thoughts as far as like a guy's experience as far as like his early twenties getting into a relationship? Just thoughts. Why it's are not you asking me this because I, <laughs> have you ever dated anyone in your early twenties? I, I guess <laughs> the only the only reason okay, I so ask you, you, you want a girl's perspective. Yeah, I want well, one. I want what, your, what I think of guys getting in a relationship when they're in their twenties. Yeah, I would say like, well, what are your thoughts as far as like hearing the experiences that me and Ramses have gone through, or any experiences that uh, if Omar had said anything when I was in the bathroom. Um, what are your thoughts as far as like if you were, let's say you, hypothetically you have a son, um, what would you tell him as far as like now he's in his maybe he's 18, 19, dating 18, 19 year old girl. What is your advice now hearing these experiences that or these stories that me and Ramses have had said or if not Omar had said it, if it, he had said anything, what would you give him his advice as, as far as like you're asking the wrong person this, um, but I would say. I mean, here, let me point this to me. There you go. Um, Omar in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's necessary. I think it's a part of growing up, like, to better understand yourself and understand what you want. Because when you're in your 20s, you're a totally different person than you are when you're in your 30s. And there are definitely mm-hmm. people who I feel are very mature and 
are already like very whole and complete people in their 20s and they can find someone and they can like build a really great relationship with those people but there are a lot of people who aren't like that like it takes a while for you to understand like who you are understand what you want understand the world around you and I think being in a relationship when you're younger is a part of growing up and a part of becoming who you are so like those experiences I think those led you guys to like know what you don't want to deal with know what you um Mm -hmm. would want to have in someone and not just the person but their family as well Mm -hmm. so so what would your advice be to that hypothetical son dating advice yeah i'm like the worst person to ask this i know but let's say you have that son you know like you see that that little girl that's literally following him they're in love or you know factually in love because they're so young and then you understand that he's having a hard time because him as a guy you know like he's dealing with the family her family looking at him are you, you saying know? like the same situation yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, like we, hypothetical yeah like what what is your oh. advice you know Mira, mijo. get out of there dude. <laughs> like, there you go there's that's not for you yeah, yeah. but that's gonna that's gonna be every single relationship until he hits his i would say until I actually say that's gonna be every single relationship until he actually starts to start uh i guess putting his foundation but together I think also you as a person have to respect yourself and take yourself out of that situation too but that's what i mean like what is your advice to that hypothetical son you know like what what are you telling him besides telling him to get out of that situation because yeah he's gonna hear you as far as like yeah get out of the situation but he hasn't experienced that situation enough for him to actually it wouldn't motivate a boy to hear his mom say okay just get out of the situation it has to be met with something else like, like explain why yeah like what what it what exactly are you giving him as far as an as an advantage you feel as an advantage okay so like you know how you know you know you being a woman you you understand <laughs> you <laughs> i'm half woman too don't worry uh, it's true. you you understand you understand something like as far as like like the inside the woman brain i know you said ah, i'm a bad person to talk to about dating but like when when it comes to what you want and what you need you know that you you want your emotions to be met you know you want somebody compassionate and empathetic i mean i guess I, yeah, I feel like I'm not, not the right girl to ask this because I feel like I'm not very emotional to begin with. So. She's a but tough man. one. Yeah, but I'm not. She's even, a tough one. Yeah. Tough as nails. No, I, get, I, get, I, I guess go, for oh, me, yes. I'm like I'm extremely logical. So there are situations where which would even be better to give a guy advice with logic, and, yeah, exactly. yeah, rather than emotion. Well, I mean, to me, it would just be obvious. Like it's like logically, it doesn't make sense for you to be in the situation. So remove yourself from it. Like that's the way I would perceive it. That's the way yeah. I would see, it, and that's what I would you, say. Would you like tell them to like? Um, they obviously don't see your other qualities, you know, like get out of there. Cause they don't, I, would I say that? Yeah. Too? Like would like that could be useful too, uh, you know, like I mean, giving yeah. them the, the, the advantage that you're, yeah, yeah. you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Like they don't see your advantage, mijo. Yeah. They obviously don't see it. They're blinded. You know, yeah. they only see you as this one thing and one thing alone. Yeah. You know, they don't yeah. see the whole package. Yeah. Yeah. How would you, how would you make your son feel better about that situation? And he was like, mom, you know what? Yeah. I just I just went to my girlfriend's house and they told me I I'm too broke to marry their daughter. <laughs> like Basically. what would you say to him? Yeah, I'd yeah. probably say, Well, you are broke, dude. Like <laughs> you shouldn't be broke. thinking about getting married. There right you now. go. Like what? Like Okay. There but, you go. But then that's me being logical. Like, no, but that is logic. logical. It is logical. logical it is. Like, it's I a logical be, response. I don't think it's a logical response for a logical situation. And be like, Mijo, so 
what is that teaching you, mijo? Like, what are you going to well, do okay, different I next time? Okay. I would say mijo. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying hey, mijo. Cabrón. Hey. <laughs> say, uh, cabrón. Son. Child. Son? <laughs> child. Child. <laughs> child. No, I, I don't know. It's a weird situation for me to even think about because I don't even want that. So it's like for me to, that's not ever things that I ever think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scenario of like children. But I guess yeah. if I think about it, you know, my brothers or. There you go. Um, or your nephew. If nephew you, your, I don't have any. Or niece. I have a niece. She's. Yeah. Like you tell a, your brother, would you be like, like go get that old. bag? Go get oh. that bag, brother. If you want a, if you want a wife. I'd be like, dude, you're in your 20s. Wait until you're 30 to get married. There if you, you want to get married. Yeah, but the situation yeah, isn't that if he wants to get married, it's just more of that the judgment that's coming in from the family. You know, like his his mindset isn't being married because at that age you're both. Well, that's what you guys are saying. No, no, no. The situation became where the parents were thinking that we were wanting to get married and the idea that either it's because we're Hispanic culture, we're looked at as a providers and it's always put in even in the sense of that being that young. So basically what you're saying is the parents didn't feel like you guys were good enough for their daughter. Correct. And yeah, pretty much financially. What to from so, my financial aspect, but yeah, personality yeah. wise, they loved you. I'm, I'm pretty sure me, they wanted to like me, us. They didn't like yeah. me at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they wanted to, but the aspect of just the situation came always down to, I'm going to judge him based only on his wallet or based on what he could potentially get for or provide for my daughter. Yeah, I mean, I think parents are like that anyway when it comes to their daughters overall, especially when their daughters are first getting into, you know, being a an adult mm -hmm. because they don't want their daughter to end up in a um, bad situation yeah. or an unstable situation. Mm -hmm. um, whether or not that ended up happening yeah, with yeah. whoever you guys, you know, those situations were with you guys. But, um, yeah, I think... When it comes to, like, that as a guy, I feel like relationships shouldn't be that hard. You know, like, it mm. should be, like, if you're having that much difficulty in your relationship, then, you know, it's, like, how much worse is it going to get? Or, like, this is just the beginning of your relationship. Like, shouldn't the beginning be where it's, like, the the easiest and then it starts to get more complicated as you know them? Like, it shouldn't be that complicated i feel yeah i i think what you're doing is you're kind of putting the ass your the your eyes into the relationship not the parent we're talking about the advice as a parent not the actual person in the relationship and i understand i'm not that. a parent no, I, I, I feel like i can't give advice as a parent because i'm not a parent i haven't we're been in that neither, neither of us no, are I parents know, but you know. if i had to had you to know. pretend like if i had a son yeah. or like or you know what even better yet if you can't like put yourself in the parent role you can huh. say what would i tell maybe a younger version of me and yeah. at least for me you know i can i can relate to the idea of man i've been in a relationship where the parents did not approve of me because of my financial situation so if i ever had to speak to myself again and say hey man you know what instead of focusing on girls how about you focus on getting your money together <laughs> you know and that's something i would logically say to myself because uh -huh. that's yeah. Yeah. how i would have solved then, that problem and then ended, the ended off with Pendejo. <laughs> but that, that's, that's what I'm saying. If you have a hard time, at least. I feel imagining. like, yeah, I just, I've never encountered that situation or like know anyone, like in terms, even my brothers who have been in that situation. But my brothers also, you know, they're not, 
They don't Poor. really. No. Poor. <laughs> no. <that's not> <laughs> <laughs> immigrants. No, they're, they're just like. I feel like, at least my family were not the type of like, um, like we don't go around just like oh dating to date. Like it takes mm. a lot for us to even like want to be in a relationship with someone. So mm. I think it's. I haven't really seen any of my siblings in that situation, mm. or even my little, even my brothers. So. Um, and you've never been in that situation. Clearly. I yeah, no, of course she's not going to be in that situation. She's <laughs> yeah, a girl. I was going to yeah, say, who's going to disapprove of you being broke? Yeah, she's <laughs> a girl. Um, so here, <laughs> kind of going after as far as like what I she's kind of wanting yeah. to say as far as like her siblings. So I have spoken to David, your brother, when it comes to relationships. And I don't really talk to him that often. But when I do get to talk to him, it's very enjoyable because I have a long long relationship as far as like being friends just as oh, like david that's right that's right like yeah. omar ha uh we've been friends for a long time so when it comes to like actually having conversations it's easier for me or him to actually have a conversation where mm. it's honest and the last time i saw him we were actually talking about um relationships and we we're talking about biology and we we're talking about finances and maybe she doesn't know how to actually give an actual answer when it comes to a situation, even if it's hypothetical, because once again, it's not an experience that she will ever have to live, but I would have wanted to have uh, almost like a, almost like some sort of advice to the young boy because we have our own. I feel like I, you guys should be the ones giving the advice. I was to about to say boy. that. No, no, I, but I that's what I'm probably go. Because I think that would be a little rewind and look at myself like, hey, yeah, you. Yeah. You know, but tell them something. But that's what I mean. Like, it, it's just more of just like how how does a woman or how does a girl, because Ari was listening, I wanted to see her insight as far as just even listening to that experience. Mm -hmm. Even if she's never lived it, let's say if I was her son, how would she have given me advice in that situation? Because I know her sense is like being logical. I'm very logical too. It's if I were, if I was a dad, I'm like, okay, just leave her ass. You know, go find another girl. Yeah. She's not worth <laughs> it. Very logical, but in that 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 sense of like when you're that young and your 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 I guess your feelings are involved and you're attached to the girl, it's a harder thing to to actually notice the logic because you're invested emotionally. So yeah. it, it's harder for you to actually even hear the logic. So yeah, I true. wanted to almost hear like a female's perspective, almost like how do you cater to that young man and giving that advice? Or maybe or, use emotion and persuade him and yeah. to, to have leverage. Yeah. Like, hey, you, you, the love that, that you had for her, you know, was eventually probably going to change yeah. as you get older because you, you're not going to be the same guy 10 years from now. You know, you're going to be a totally different person. Who knows? Y'all still going to be together. Yeah. Probably not. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like emotional yeah. right there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Going into the, once again, the logic and the emotion. But I, yeah. I just wanted to kind of hear Ari's like almost mm -hmm. like a perspective of another person in the room, yeah. Um, which is fine. Like if she doesn't understand like where it's coming from. And yeah, I, I feel I, like I didn't give the. The answer you were looking for. No, well, no, I, I, I think it's it was an answer. I, it was an answer, but I think it's because it's never an experience that you'll ever have to live. Yeah. And I, I understood where your family is as far as like they, they she, aren't she judgmental was, like she that. She was keeping it real. Yeah, she I, I understand that so your family. You're a broke boy, is what yeah, you're I understand yeah, that you're, you're probably you're, yeah. Broke, but here's yeah. again, she she's coming in from the female <laughs> side, yeah. you know, like that that it, the aspect that she doesn't have to experience it as a boy. Now her brother, he has experienced, He's experienced you know, that? but it's more of like unknown experience because it's already an experience that it's already within us already like you already have to understand like 
you're going to go get your career first. You have mm. to like focus on this. And then you're going to then focus on the, the, I guess what, what comes with it. Like, you know, like getting the girlfriend and then maybe becoming the wife or whatever, getting married. And all it's that like stuff. Scarface said, bro. You guys, first you get the money. <laughs> And then you get the power. Oh, Scarface. And then after the <laughs> why, are you, why are you bringing my TV, bro? <laughs> he hit his head on the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. You got the you got the concussion. You, yeah. Oh god, that was funny. Sorry, I, I love I love that. Movie. <laughs> but like after movie. the power, then you get the girl. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh man, you know what? My mama, yeah, my mama. She she a long time ago, and this is what kind of deterred me from dating and even just messing around. She was always like. She's like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get a girl pregnant, you're gonna take care of her. You're gonna take care of the baby. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I won't, I won't mess with girls then. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a woman he now. Still has, he still hasn't messed with girls to this day. Yeah, no, I, and literally to this day, yeah, actually, I, like I was telling these guys, I've been in the desert for like eight years. I haven't been in a relationship. He's a monk. Oh, it's like around. the desert. Oh, like he's like been dry. dry. He's been dry. Uh, dry. Dry spell. Dry spell. Well, rainy uh, seasons are upon us. So. Oh, it's yeah. April. That's right. <laughs> April showers bring me flowers. Hey, there you go. Oh. See, I do that too. I rhyme. Uh, but no, that's that's where in my head I was like, oh yeah, I I don't have money to be messing with you. Like if I get you pregnant, oh I'm dude, who's gonna take care of you? Yeah, I can't. But I feel like a lot of guys don't think that way. Like guys, kind of, especially when they're younger, they're just kind of, I guess, being more. Horny. Yes. Emotional. <laughs> call it emotional. Emotional horny. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just in their, in their feelings. Um, there you go. In your so. feelings. Absolutely. And because of that, they're just like, this feels good. This feels good. And my yeah, mom feels amazing. like, no, 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 no. Yeah, cabron, it don't matter if yeah. it feels good. You got yeah. to think about Mira it. Mira cabron, dude. Hey, cabron. <laughs> now, you know, that was my dad. Now she talks a little bit more aggressive like that. Who? But my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. she's like, Bendejo. <laughs> like, Whoa, dude, what are you doing? Where did this come from? Where did this come from, mom? Yeah. Don't talk to me like that, mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think when it comes to guys experiences unfortunately we sometimes have to learn the hard way and those hard experiences sometimes become the, the it goes a long way yeah the experiences that will literally build you into that yeah. better person of course there are a little softer men now and you know like harry's now <coughs> mentioning you know like <laughs> harry's now mentioning at, at that age guys aren't thinking long term you know like when it comes to the relationships as far as like uh how am i gonna financially support how am I, the consequences if i do get her pregnant all that kind of thing we're just kind of literally thinking with our pants and literally just thinking with the idea that she is something you know that she's not because we're visual creatures as well and at that age girls are gorgeous you know like i remember at that age when i was in high school or t early 20s my eyes were just like bro like oh my goodness you know Picasso Beauty. over here, you know, that kind of thing. I was going to say, why do you think <laughs> artists, their first muses were women? Yeah, yeah. You look at, you know, artists, they're true <laughs> women, and they're usually right. naked. Right. So the sculptures. Women, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but women are beautiful. Exactly. Are beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, like, exactly. And they're, the average man isn't <laughs> no. that, No. you know, but, but when it comes down to women, it's the opposite. They're more beautiful women than they're handsome men. Yeah. And it, it's, it's biology too, because we're visual creatures. We are going to seek, you know, what we want as far as visually as men. And that's kind of where we derive as far as like how we're going to start looking for whomever we're going to want to end up with. 
But of course, now it's a little bit different when it comes down to like the the social hierarchies when it comes to relationships, because now women are becoming uh, visual creatures as well. And unfortunately, there's a little bit of amount of guys that are good looking and the guys that aren't good looking now, they're being left behind. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Mm. But as a guy, you could always allow yourself to become the better guy when it comes down to your character, your finances or your morals or values. And those are the things that will make you escalate that ladder again mm. when it comes down to how well are you going to do in the dating market but it is what it is you know like i said um we are living in different times and um you yeah. know we're just going to need to kind of go off of what we have and understand yeah. it rather than just react to it in a negative way and i think that's something we me and omar had spoken about about um someone that was hitting me up recently and i had told him like i could react to the idea that I'm not the only guy that she is talking to right now. Because unfortunately, when a girl's talking to you, you have to understand that she's at least talking to two to three more guys. Either DMs. These days? Yes, these days, exactly. Either DMs, <laughs> text messages, <laughs> or via person. Because, you know, the plethora of... One way or another. The plethora of uh, options that they get or the plethora of attention that they get, even if they're not even willing or wanting that attention, it's just there. You know, like, yep. uh, they post something, they'll get more, you know, validation or more likes or more comments or even more DMs off of just that... that that shoe picture that they took of them, their shoe, you know, rather than if I take that same picture, I ain't get shit. You know, that's literally how it is because, you know, Instagram has allowed that to like open gates for them as far as like when it comes to the potential suitors. And that's where my logic, as far as like understanding how society is now, when it comes to the dating market, like I could react in a negative way. Like I said, with when I was talking to Omar the other day, I understand that she, I am not the only person that she's talking to. Mm. I could react to it in a negative way or I could just take it as is. I could now tell her these are my priorities and I am not going to talk to you without a purpose. And if she doesn't like it, cool. She's not going to talk to me anymore. But shouldn't there be a grace period? Like you can't just like, hit a girl up but, or I guess she, she messaged. Yeah, her, exactly. So maybe the situation's yeah. a little different, but I think in general, the grace like, period, I get it. There should be a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. You can't, like if you're talking to a girl or you start talking to a girl, yeah, she probably isn't, you're probably not the only person she's talking to. That doesn't mean like she has 10 other guys she's talking to, but yeah, there, she, there's, you know, maybe other people she's going on dates with or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's going to take a, a couple times before she's like, oh, okay, you know what? I really like this. When guy, she so starts to prioritize start. yeah, exactly. you, but that's yeah. what I mean uh, to understand what it is now. I could literally kind of go off of the negative mm. or I could do the positive, which just to understand how things work now, mm. as far as like what she's talking about the grace period. But I'm also going to put my limits as far as like, these are my boundaries. If you're going to talk to me, cool, but I'm not going to, I don't want to hear about your problems when it comes to other guys. <laughs> Boundary. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your problems. In a way, I get know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to become that that friend that You're most girls. Therapist. Yeah, exactly. I'm not your therapist. Exactly. A lot yeah. of girls like going after the idea, like, hey, he's just my friend. He's going to solve my solution. He's going to be so solution as far as like the problems that I have right now. I'm not yeah. that guy. I'm sorry. I'm not your friend. If we're going to go on a date, it's a date. It's not. Uh, you it's know, about like, us. Yeah, we're not gonna hang out. It's That's not, not what we're gonna call session. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear no other names. Exactly. But yeah. now boundaries have to be set as far as like on your end. 
um, and I'm not going to look at it in a negative way, like the, the way that Ari is trying to mention as far as like the, the grace period, as far as like we're getting to know each other, but understand that just because we're going on a date too, doesn't mean I want to actually make you my girlfriend too, because that's the other thing that I'm noticing. If I do ask a girl out, automatically she thinks that we are going to become boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> on my end, actually. Because oh, you think that? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. They think that I want to. Yeah, that you want it. Yeah, and yes, it's exactly. not that. Like, no, no, bro, no, no. I'm not asking like, I'm you out. You out. Yeah, 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 I just yeah. want to ask you out to get to know you, and that's it. I want to get to know you mm. on a purpose as far as, like, I'm not going to be put in this box of a friend because that's where they want you in. Because The of friend zone. The friend zone, exactly. And that's the <laughs> worst place that any guy could end up in. Well, I think also there could be guys that maybe she's not initially attracted to you. So she's hesitant to like go on a date, but she wants to kind of get to know you because she doesn't already know you. Yeah. So there's going to be a little bit of time even there before she even like realizes if she's attracted to you. Or Which not is fine. And if you, if, you, I get that. if you have the time as a guy to give her that time, 100% go for it. I tried that. You know that, <laughs> that go for that sweat, sweat equity kind of thing. Sweat as far as like equity. the idea that, hey, I'm going to be her friend, her consultant or whatever, and I'm going to hear about her problems yeah. and no, no, no. the I potential. Say to that extent, I would say like be on friendly terms yeah. before. Like, I think there's sometimes where a girl just wants to be on friendly terms with a guy before she actually goes into like dating, but not like, Oh, you're my friend. And yeah. I'm going to go and talk to you about this guy and that guy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think it, it just depends. Yeah. Well, if you want to get into that friendly term, as far as like going into those, uh, hanging out, well, however you want to do it as far mm -hmm. as like DMing or texting or calling. Yeah. That is still time. And if you want to do it because you have the time, go for it. I don't got the time. Yeah. Irvin doesn't have the time. I don't got the time. Irvin's so time. we <laughs> we either go on a date or it's nothing. You know, like it's Absolutely. it's not. It's Irvin's biological clock is ticking. Exactly. My biological <laughs> clock oh, is ticking, bro. Baby bugs. Boom. It's just been like, where? Right. I want a baby. I'm getting old, bro. I don't time. He has a niece now and he's like, I need one. <laughs> bro, he looks like no, he's gonna 25. Have I'm gonna, actually, my sister just announced that she got she's going to have another she's one. Pregnant? Yeah. Ooh, Congratulations. Ooh. You're going to yes. be an uncle? Yeah. There you go. All right. Thank you. Yeah. But I think you got to tap it again. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah. But when you're younger, of course, that's where I would say start going on dates as far as like if you're a young man, but don't prioritize that because what Omar is saying too is you have to get your stuff together just in case certain circumstances do happen, just in case you have too much fun, you get her pregnant, and then what? You have nothing to give her, you know? Think with this head, not with this one. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but if I were to go back and if I had a son and as literally if that the situation were occurring to him, I would kind of go off of the idea like, look, I understand where they're coming from because just in case if I have a daughter, I would kind of lean it towards her. I'm like, would you want your your sister to have a guy and yeah. then basically not be able to provide for her knowing that how much you love her? Because mm -hmm. that's what's, what's happening when it comes to the actual culture. Like they're really trying to have – her daughter understand that it's not just the feeling of like the love because love, unfortunately it fades away as far as like the time that you're with them. As mm -hmm. far as like, if you get no, married, it doesn't, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it fades away. Yeah. It's a, I know I, I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. We're, we're over here like, no, yeah, no, but, but it fades though. Yeah. It's a, it's a it, feeling, it, right? It's a feeling. So absolutely. it's not, it's not going to fade to it's like to like, its demise. But it's love. not going to, it's yeah. not going to no. be that passionate yeah. love where like when you're the in high school, the honeymoon fade. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It fades away where now you're tired. You're starting to see her, I guess her, 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 I guess her traits that would trigger you if you're like, 
in that yeah. position of like annoyance already. Yeah. I'm like, bro, she chews too hard or she snores or, or oh, she's, she oh, yeah, she's kind of funny or she eats funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Little <laughs> dumbass things. That yeah, like, exactly. didn't you, matter in the beginning. Now you start were, to nitpick um, as far as like what, what you're looking at because you get used to it too. Like I said, yeah. we're visual creatures. And unfortunately, if you've gotten so used to that, that sight, as far as like what's in front of you, you now start to see what you didn't see before. And that's what I would tell my son. I'm like, look, unfortunately it is what it is. You know what I would advise you go through the experience. Unfortunately, it's not, I would literally tell him it's not going to end well for you. I will tell him, but at the same time that, go ahead, find out. yeah, no, no, no. That's going to teach you. Out. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That experience, because this is what Todd said. Remember when Todd was here, he's like, I wish my son would have an experience. Yes, I, w- I wish my son would have an experience of heartbreak already because that's what will wake him up. Yeah. And that is very true for guys. That's, yeah. that's truth. Right Unfortunately there. for guys, we we literally have to experience almost the negatives in order mm-hmm. for us to understand mm-hmm. what we could become as a positive. And that's kind of what I would tell Todd, my son. Todd knows what he's talking about. Yeah. What Pressure makes diamonds, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that, that's kind of my advice. If I would go, if I had a son, hypothetical son, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of literally what I would say. Like, look, it is what it is. You're a guy. Your life is going to be a little bit harder. It's not given to you. No one's going to come in mm-hmm. and save your ass. You have to save yourself. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you just have to just do it because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And we don't pick and choose what we are. Unfortunately, now we are. But it doesn't. It's not ending well for them either. You know that. That's what it is too. Unfortunately, it's just an illusion as well. But we live in reality. And in this house, if you want to live here, you live in reality. And that's it. If not, there's a door. Kick rocks. <laughs> Kick rocks, boy. Kick rocks. That's right. Doors open. The doors open. I'll get your bags. <laughs> I'll even get the bags for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, what time is it, Omar? You didn't even push record. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you almost had me. I almost looked. And I was like, he no, kind of got me. I, I even looked. No, I was no, like, you looked. And I was like, no, shut up, dude. No, 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 no I did. Yeah. All I right. know I did. Uh, well, thank you guys for coming through once again, Ramses. I know it was random and it was like last minute too, but it's always a pleasure to have you in the studio. I'm always down. Yes. And then Omar, thank you so much for coming through for oh the my. switcher. And then Ariana came Ari. through. Very, <laughs> very well. spontaneous. And then like. A lot of switching going on. Yeah, so. hey, but I'm about but it. it's authentic like that. You know, yeah, I like it. It feels, it. feels, yeah. it feels raw. It feels it's live. raw. It's yeah. genuine. It's, it's genuine. genuine. We got we got two women by the corner. <laughs> <right there. laughs> <laughs> you missed that story. You'll tell about it later. Oh, He's man. emotional. He's emotional. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for coming in, and thank you for being on my pod. Thank you for, for sure. those that are listening. Thank you for those that are watching. Please like and subscribe, and those haters, please comment because the algorithm love your hate comments as well. So I'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs> <laughs>